recovery. People in recovery, helping people find recovery. This show is pre-recorded. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Have you ever heard of some fellas who first came over to this country? You know what they found? They found a howling wilderness. The summer's too hot and winter's freezing. Did they have insurance for their old age, for their crops, for their homes? They did not. They looked at the land and the forests and the rivers. They looked at their wives, their kids, and their houses. And then they looked up at the sky and they said, Thanks, God. We'll take it from here. They were rugged fellows. They were men. Well, hi there. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Wow. I know. <laughs> the exasperation I'm feeling. <laughs> um, I want to actually uh, take a little trip down memory lane uh, a little bit with you, uh, if you'll grant me that in this hour. And uh, a friend of mine reminded me of a, a movie that I watched a while back, quite a while back, as a matter of fact, probably 30, 35 years ago. And I want to share this with you because it's such a great lesson. And it's something that always has intrigued me um, in, in trying to analyze the nature of mankind and why we are the way we are and why we end up uh, the way we end up. <laughs> so uh, if you catch my drift, uh, there are uh, many reasons as to why things happen and why we have groups um, in, in, in our society that are pulling to take America down. So I'm going to share this with you. And I want to go through this very uh, true example of something that happened back in 1967, uh, actually the year before I was actually born. And I want to share this with you because I, th- I think this is such a pivotal thing. This is such a, piv- a pivotal piece of who we are in this uh, experiment. Um, so I welcome you to the show. You are welcome to call in in this hour. Uh, in the next hour, we have Melissa Smith joining me on a host of issues that we're going to be talking about that are so important. And then Susan joins me. And so we've got quite a show for you. And uh, and I also want to say, you know, the last two days have been kind of crazy. Uh, we've discussed a lot on the show. Gaggle, which is the, the new form of uh, getting into your kids' uh, social media and also into their email addresses so that schools can monitor everything they're saying and doing and then penalize them for it uh kind of like a little mini gestapo and report them if they if they think even think that what they're saying is inappropriate not taking into context humor or the fact that kids tease each other uh in sometimes a nice way nothing like that this is this is truly about um this program if all of the school districts adopt this i it's frightening. That's what it is. It's frightening. Um, because your kid could be subject to something that's so innocuous, something that they wouldn't even think was a problem, and all of a sudden now it's this, it's this big deal, and they're being reported for it. And I'm just saying that we have a huge amount of trouble coming our way, and the fact that they named it gaggle, like gag somebody, um, <laughs> if that isn't apropos. So um, 
that and also about the green bonds and how that started in 2013. There's a lot of great podcasts on katedallyradio.com that you need to share and check out because that really does give context to this whole climate change, um, this whole climate change environmentalism going on, which is the front showcase of it to get people bought into it. But really, it's about money and power. And so it's unfortunate that people are so gullible today that they still, after 50 years of climate change, still believe that we're on the, the brink of doom. So uh, you might want to check out those podcasts. Very, very important. Um, and also make sure you get over to Dr. Diet too. Dr. Diet's amazing. And uh, I love that I lost weight through Dr. Diet, was able to keep it off. That's why I share it with you. They can also help get your, your health back on track. And they've got lots of wonderful classes that they're doing too. Free classes for you. They even have a classroom there. And it, they really do do an outstanding job. And all the people that have gone in there that because of, of me talking about them so much um they have just loved their experience as well when you can get a coach and you can get that weight loss off it really it does make a huge big difference for you and you'll keep it off too um and also getting the right appropriate diet for you what's going to make a difference uh low carbs um you know what what what's going to work and so get over to dr diet 628 diet i love those guys and you really ought to check them out they're right there on the boulevard okay let's uh i want to tell you about this because this is so important what happened in 1967 at a school in Palo Alto, California. A teacher, a school teacher named Ron Jones, um, talked about, and there were articles written about this uh, for years, actually. I think he even gave like a TED Talk on it, on his experience going through this. Um, but he basically took his class through an experiment. They were looking at Nazi Germany. They were reviewing video from the Holocaust, and as they were viewing these images, he was basically talking to his students about this. And, one, and, and a couple of the students actually were asking him, why or how in the world could that have happened? How could that have happened? How could the people doing the action, um, as far as the Nazis go, how could they have even just even insinuated that they hadn't done anything wrong and that they were following orders? How do you get a populace to go along? Um, this is called the wave. It's uh, you can actually get this and show this to your family. I'm going to play a, a few excerpts for you because I really do want to uh, take you back into uh, this experiment into 1967 that actually happened. And it was a really sort of scary experiment because at the speed at which this happened, what you're about to listen to didn't happen over months and months and months or a year. What you're going to listen to is a dramatization of what happened, but that it happened in a week, one week. And when we talk about groups like Antifa and we talk about these, uh, the, the, the liberal progressive mindset, the communist mindset, this is, uh, this is so, this is such an allude to, to programming and how programming is so powerful. So these kids were in class and the teacher, Ron uh, Jones, was trying to figure out how he could get to that answer, what he could do with this class in 1967 that would teach them how easily it's done. And so I'm going to share this first excerpt with you. Um, they did all kinds. Well, let me, let me start out with this first. I'm going to play this for you. This is about four minutes long. And I want you to listen uh, to, to, how he, to how he starts this movement he's about to create with these students. Here we go. 
Oh, by the way, this is uh, Bruce Davidson uh, talking. He stars in this dramatization that became an after-school special years and years and years ago. And they used to show this in history classes in California. I'm not quite sure if they showed it in any other state or maybe they showed it around the country. I'm not sure. But you might remember this, too. But it was a really good refresher. Here you go. What about ballet dancers? Andrea? You know, it takes long, hard hours of work for them to develop their skill. Same goes with painters working at their craft, scientists. It is all discipline, control, the strength of the will. There's something we can do to experience power through discipline right now. Shall we try? Begins with posture. Amy, come forward, please. <laughs> the proper seating posture will help the concentration. Strengthen the will. Boy, this is stupid. First, put your feet flat on the floor. Just get scared. I come to pee by mistake. <laughs> now, place your hands flat across the small of your back and force your spine straight up. Can't you breathe more easily? Relax. Now resume the proper position. Relax. Again. Everybody look how Robert's legs are parallel. His ankles locked. His knees bent at 90 degrees. See how straight his spine is. Chin back, head forward. Very good, Robert. Now, I want you all to get up and walk about the room. And when I give the command, I want you to return to your seats as quickly as possible and assume the proper seating posture. Come on. There are three more rules which you must obey. One, everybody must have pencils and note paper for note-taking. Two, when asking or answering a question, you must stand at the side of your seats. And three, the first words when answering or asking a question are Mr. Ross. Right? Brad, who was the British Prime Minister before Winston Churchill? Um, wasn't it the... You weren't listening. Remember? Discipline. Robert, show Brad the proper procedure for asking a question. Mr. Ross. That's correct. Thank you, Robert. Again, Brad. Mr. Ross, wasn't it the um, Prime Minister? No, too slow. Watch too slow. From now on, your answers are to be as short as possible. Now sit down and try it again. Mr. Ross, Chamberlain. Now that's the way to answer a question. Punctual, precise. What country did Hitler invade in September of 1939? Andrea. Mr. Ross, I don't know. Still a good response, Andrea. Amy. Mr. Ross, Poland. Excellent. What was the name of Hitler's political party? Mr. Ross, the Nazis. Good, Brian. Very quick. That was the short name. What was the official name? Laurie. The National Socialist. 
sit down and do it again. Mr. Ross, the National Socialist German Workers' Party. Correct. Peter, who proposed the Lend-Lease Act? Mr. Ross, Roosevelt. Right. Who died in the death camps? Mr. Ross, Jews, gypsies, and homosexuals. Who ran the death camps? Mr. Ross, the SS. Excellent. Do you see that? The, all he had to do was start out with the conditioning of uh, and the praising of sitting in your seat properly um, with your head in the proper position, standing by your desk and addressing the teacher in a certain way, doing it fast, doing it quick, being assertive. And he kept praising the students, telling them when they were doing wrong, praising them when they were doing it right. And he continued to do this. And the kids actually reacted in a way uh, that you would almost think that they would rebel against that. Nope, nope. They actually loved it. They loved it. Scary. When I come back, more on this. And I, you'll, if, you've, if you've never seen this before, The Wave, you're going to be a little horrified at the next couple of clips I play. It was so fast. Be right back on The Kate Daly Show. and stressful it can be to find a job that feels like it suits you. Now you can let that stress go. Come work at Balance of Nature, a place that cares about its employees and the community. Working at Balance of Nature is fulfilling and gives you the chance to make a difference in people's lives. But most importantly, the chance to make a difference in your own life. You deserve the opportunity to work for a company that cares about you and its customers. Why stay at a dead-end job when Balance of Nature provides its employees with opportunities for growth and management positions? Full-time positions start at $15 an hour with opportunities for quarterly bonuses and benefits, including healthy daily lunches at no cost to you and access to your own personal trainer. Go to balanceofnature.com slash careers for a full list of job openings and apply today. Come join our team as Balance of Nature continues to build a future with you in mind. Steamroller copies, we're the one to help you till your work is done. The full service business center makes your day run so much better. Rubber stamps, letterheads, colored copies, blue and red, invitations for the wedding, faxing and computer reading. It's time for our annual banner sale at Steamroller Copies. Full color banners are on sale now at our lowest prices ever, $249 a square foot. That's right, $249. These are the same high quality banners we print for Ironman World Championships, BMW, Under Armour, and NBC Universal. If you want vinyl, fabric, or wind-safe mesh banners, Steamroller has them all. If you have a deadline to meet and need your sign produced quickly, Steamroller Copies can have it ready for you to pick up in 24 hours or less. Need help with design? Steamroller Copies has the largest four higher graphic design team in Southern Utah. Order today at any Steamroller Copies location. St. George Boulevard, South River Road, State Street and Hurricane, and 96 North Main Street in Cedar City. Steamroller Copies, always asking. What do you want to print today? service business center, Steamroller Summer is here, and so is the heat. Call Advanced Air right now to schedule your AC summer tune-up for only $79. What? Just $79 for an AC summer tune-up from Advanced Air? Yep. Call Advanced Air right now, 635-2257, to schedule your AC summer tune-up now. Don't let your AC system freeze up. Service that AC system today for only $79. Call Advanced Air right now, 635-2257. That's 635-2257, or visit Advanced Air Utah. Dot
vistahealthcare.com. Your path to better health begins with Vista Healthcare, your 2022 Best of Southern Utah gold winner for family physician, chiropractor, and urgent care walk-in clinic. Dr. Rhett Fry is the primary care physician at Vista Healthcare and is ready to help your family with all their healthcare needs. Like Dr. Fry, Vista has many providers that offer specialty care when you need it most. Appointments are available today. Don't wait. To schedule, go to vista-hc.com. Find your Vista at Best of Southern Utah Gold winning Vista Healthcare. When mom or dad need great care in a loving community, the Wentworth at the Meadows knows what it takes. With over 37 years of experience, they have all the kinks out. Their affordable community offers activities galore and the opportunity to participate in community service as well. Go see them at the Meadows, where great care makes it feel like home. Call 435-628-0090 or go to meadowsstgeorge.com. After many years of assisting and training the people of Southern Utah about the value of holding precious metals, we at Gold Ore Store are proud to represent the best of Southern Utah for the third year in a row as gold medal winner in Best Gold Store category. But wait, folks, there's so much more. Gold Ore Store has also won gold in Best Rock Shop and also won gold in Best Place to buy a unique gift in all of Southern Utah. We could not be more excited and pleased with you are thousands of cherished customers who literally voted us a complete landslide victory over some very tough competition. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are humbled and overjoyed with a sense of true accomplishment and 10 years of intense work behind us. Here's to the next 10. Gold Ore Store, gold, silver, and so much more. The Inflation Killer. 435-703-9119 Gold Ore Store Lionsgate Recovery Center is a proud sponsor of the Kate Daly Show. Lionsgate Recovery believes in a recovery approach that is holistic and comprehensive. At Lionsgate Recovery Center, we are people in recovery, helping people find recovery. Countertop Source thanks you for voting them Best of Southern Utah for the third year in a row. Visit their new 18,000-square-foot showroom in Hurricane. Countertop Source. Enduring beauty, superior service. This show is pre-recorded. Have you been... Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Taking a little detour with a really big lesson. And I wish they would still play this for the youth. You know that they're not going to. Uh, They do not play this for the youth anymore. But back in the 80s, they did. Uh, This was a a true experience that happened, a true experiment, I should say, that happened in a 1967 classroom with a teacher named Ron Jones who decided that his class could not understand the um, what happened in Nazi Germany. And so he conducted an experiment by forming a movement. And... It was about a week to a week and a half long. That's about the the length of it. And it was surprising 
I think, to everyone involved how quickly things turned in this experiment. The kids did not realize that they were actually part of this experiment. So I want to I want to tell you in in his own accounting of it, the teacher later uh, said that they practiced the attention to detail over and over about how to sit in your chair, how to breathe, how to stand up, how to ask a question, the simplest of things to form discipline in the classroom. And he would tell them all the time, see, you can breathe more easily. You're more alert. Don't you feel better? And he said the progressive drills um, kept, well, they kept progressing, obviously, but he said that they had moments of silence where they had silent reading and it was enforced. And the kids who were usually saying, you know, they didn't want to read in class or very sluggish about it were actually doing it. And he was shocked by that. And then he decided to sort of up the ante because he said, look, he said, was this desire for discipline and and, um, uniformity a natural need? And that became a question for the teacher and he said do we do we want people to tell us what to do and do it in a way that's more like a dictatorship do we do we desire this and so he decided to push the tolerance of the class um, these were uh, sophomores juniors and seniors uh, for regimented action and he in- kept introducing new rules um, in the classroom so let me go ahead and play part two of this I'm taking excerpts from this movie you can actually check this movie out on YouTube YouTube uh, for free. Have your kids watch it. Ha- watch it as a family. It's a really, really important lesson. It was true. Um, what happened in this exercise? All right. So this is the second part. So he just introduced strength and discipline. That was their first motto. Here you go. Discipline is one thing, but there's something more. Strength 
strength through community. Now, Brian, Andrea, Laurie, join them and repeat. Strength through discipline. Strength through community. Louder. Strength through discipline. and mob psychology to me. No, Mom, it's nothing like that. Honest, you just have to be there to, to feel the positive energy in class to really get what's going on. I am for whatever will make kids pay attention to anything these days. And it's really what it's doing. Even Robert Watkins, you know, the class creep. Mm. He's even a part of the group now. But you're supposed to be learning history, not how to be part of a group. This country was built by people who were part of a group. The, the pilgrims, founding fathers. Yes, but it owes its greatness to those people who weren't afraid to be individuals. Stop worrying, Mom. Mr. Ross has just found a really great way to get everybody to learn something. Even the... Hmm. Wow. Uh, so he kept layering, and he kept layering onto the motto. And you can see the kids are getting excited about it. And he felt like he was actually becoming a dictator. It kind of scared him when he recollected uh, years later. He said, it scared me because I was fulfilling this role. And the kids were uh, honoring me and, and wanting me to give them even more direction and wa almost wanted to be told what to do next. Kind of scary, right? All right, here's the next piece. It's about three minutes. Here you go. Discipline and community are meaningless without action. Now, discipline gives you the right to action. A disciplined group with a goal can take action like a well-oiled machine now, through hard work and allegiance to each other. You will learn faster and accomplish more but only if you support one another and only if you work together and obey the rules can you ensure the success of the way. Now you are all to actively recruit new members. Each new member must demonstrate knowledge of our rules and pledge strict obedience to them. Mr. Ross, for the first time I feel like I'm part of something great. Mr. Ross, this is like being born again. Mr. Ross, I feel the same way. Mr. Ross, I'm proud of the wave. Strength, community. Strength through action. Strength through community. Strength through action. Strength through discipline. Scary, right? seriously. No, I'm not. You're not taking seriously enough. 
Look, Laura, you've always been a leader. The other kids, they've always looked up to you. You've got to be at that meeting. That's exactly why I'm not going. Let them make up their own minds about the wave. They're individuals. I don't understand. I can't believe how crazy everybody's gotten. David, the wave is taking over everything. Sure, because the wave makes sense, Laurie. It works. Everybody's on the same team. Everybody's equal. Oh, that's terrific. Do we all score a touchdown? You know, you're just against this thing because you're not special anymore. Because you're not the best student in the class now. That's not true, and you know it. I think it is true. I know how the rest of us felt listening to you and Amy always giving the right answers. David, you're being stupid. All right. I'm so stupid. Why don't you go find yourself a smart boyfriend? Wow. So it was causing a lot of strife between the students. Um, and she went on to write a newspaper article for the school paper about it. This is a true life story, 1967, right? Um, and uh, in this in this uh, portrayal of it, uh, I think they did this in 1981 and showed it as an after-school special. This was also showed in some history classes as well um, as what can happen in just a week to students who were, um, who were introduced to be part of a movement to feel special too because they could not understand what the Nazis how the Nazis did what they did and here she she went to write a, a newspaper article just critiquing it critiquing it critically thinking about it and critiquing it and they start the students started threatening her and saying that she had to be um, they had to shut her up and that she wasn't going to be allowed to print anything anymore about this movement because it was um, endangering the movement and the kids grew more and more hostile, um, even to the point or, or brink of violence. Um, you also had one of the kids uh, that had been picked on before uh, want to be the teacher's bodyguard, want to assist the teacher, didn't want anything to happen to the teacher, started idolizing the teacher. And this movement started to grow throughout the whole school, not just the classroom. And there were about 200 kids that had pledged to be part of the wave. And also they had a salute where they would take their fist and tap with the right hand, tap the left shoulder, and then put their hand up like a claw. And this was their uh, sign and so they would do the sign to each other so that they knew they were in the group and they started ostracizing the kids that were not in the group and they were not allowed to be uh, anywhere near the students that were part of the wave the lunch lady wanted to know what kind of cookie she could make that would re that that would best be associated with the wave um, so that the kids would eat it the uh, principal actually in the beginning was there, was all for this he was he was thinking this was a great experience but as the days grew, and we're only on like day two or three right now, only after a couple of days you had uh, uh, you know, a pretty vast group of kids, 200 kids in the school. Uh, part of this, they had meetings, they had pins, they had banners, they had, I mean, this whole thing started to spring up. And he started getting really nervous. Um, he started getting really nervous about the fact that not only was, was he fulfilling the role of a dictator, but how was he going to drive this to a conclusion how was he going to get to the point where he taught these kids how easy it is to get into the mindset of group think because you think you're elite and you think you are special and the reason i wanted to play this today was because we have lost our ability to critically think about things 
we the mob mentality is so so big and we have to understand how we're getting there and what's going on this took a few days to indoctrinate students in how to be part of a mob that's really really scary because they took to it they took to it so quickly and without question and they they wanted this thing to be they wanted it to exist and they believed it into existence to the point where they uh coming up next in the next clip you're going to be really surprised at at the behavior that happens right after this going into the fourth and fifth day of this week and i'm ta- I'm, I'm telling you this was only a weak experiment in a 1967 classroom in palo alto california but man was it a good one It really did showcase what can happen in a very, very quick amount of time. Be right back on The Kate Daly Show. The best of Southern Utah votes are in. And the winner is the Goldor Store, winning gold in three categories. Find out for yourself why they've won gold three years in a row. Visit the Goldor Store today. And thanks for voting. From all of us at Southwest Vision, thank you. We are honored to be named the best eye doctor and best eyewear shop in southern Utah. We couldn't accomplish this without our amazing staff. They work hard to help us give our patients vision care they can trust. If you are looking for vision care you can trust, then call us at 673-5577 or see us online at southwestvision.com. This is Kate Daly, and my show is brought to you by the Piano Gallery, located on the Bloomington exit, right by Bloomington Walmart. You can get a gorgeous piano for a great deal. Talk to John or Jamie. A piano makes a beautiful house a home. St. George Ink and Toner. If you want to save money on ink for your printers, see St. George Ink and Toner at 42 South River Road. Best Mattress, the best place to buy Tempur-Pedic. Save up to $1,500 on Serta, Beautyrest, and Sherwood. Free delivery and setup with the Best Mattress 120-day satisfaction guarantee. Why shop anywhere else? It always happens at the worst times. Well, spending time with friends, shopping, playing with the kids, working out, or simply when sharing a good laugh. But constantly searching for a bathroom is no laughing matter. Urinary incontinence is a medical issue. It can cause depression and isolation and a lack of confidence. At Prolong Medical, they have a solution that can treat urinary incontinence. It's simple, painless, and effective, and only requires sitting fully clothed in a custom-designed chair for 30 minutes twice a week for as few as six sessions. Ladies, this really works, and it only takes 30 minutes twice a week. Our patients at Prolong Medical Center are happy. They have their confidence restored and their best moments back. Call 435-375-5000. That's 435-375-5000. Or visit ProlongMedical.com today to find out more. Seven months after the apocalypse. Mom, what's with the chemistry set? Well, I didn't get enough food storage, so I'm converting my fuel back into corn. And this green, gooey stuff you made tastes like corn? No, tastes just like gas. We got our food storage from Shane at Your Family Still Matters. And he set us up right. You want to come over for dinner? Oh, no. Too much yellow number five. Don't eat green gas-flavored gooey stuff. Go to Your Family Still Matters at 900 South Bluff in the Holiday Square under the big yellow sign that says paintball, food storage, and violins. Hi, this is Ryan from Inside Out Hyperbarics. Today I'm on the radio to announce our new Platinum Monthly Membership. Staying with our commitment to be the best-priced hyperbarics in the country, you get four hyperbaric sessions for the unbelievably low price of 129. Whether you're dealing with chronic physical or mental health conditions or just trying to boost energy and vitality, 
quality, we can help. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Act now. Find us on the web at InsideOutHyperbarics.com. Inside Out Hyperbarics, bringing out the best in you. Lionsgate Recovery, a drug and alcohol rehab facility, is honored to be voted the gold winner of 2022 Best of Southern Utah, now three years in a row. Lionsgate has helped hundreds of people by dedicating their lives to overcoming the cycle of addiction and discovering the freedom of recovery. With locations in St. George, Tokerville, Cedar City, and Parowan, call their 24-hour hotline if you need help at 866-471-9476 or go to lionsgaterehab.com. Lionsgate, people in recovery, helping people find recovery. Hi, this is Dr. Jason Edwards from the Zion Eye Institute. If you're over the age of 50 and have cloudy or blurred vision or difficulty driving at night, these could be signs that you have a cataract. Good news is, cataracts are very treatable, and after removal, we can have you seeing better than you have in years. Zion Eye Institute has cared for the eyes of Southern Utah for over 40 years. Let our family care for your family. Call Zion Eye Institute today, 435-292-5456. 435-292-5456. the Bubba. Yo, me, boop, boop. Hey, coochie, coochie, coo. You the man, you the man. Are you the cutest little baby boy? <laughs> Say what? Just look at you. Not one thing to teach me to speak well. A goo goo, a ga ga ga. Did you know that your baby's first year is crucial to his learning? Scientists have proven that a baby's brain develops much better when you read, sing, and talk to him in full sentences from the day he is born. He learns it from you. <laughs> no tickling, Dad. Once upon a time, there was a humongous shoe. It's okay if it brings out the baby in you. But remember, you need to bring out his mind. He learns it from you. An early start. Now that's smart. A message from El Valor, McCorbett Tribute Foundation, and the Ad Council. This show is pre-recorded. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. show here i know taking a little detour um this is a this is a huge experiment and an important one done in 1967 palo alto uh, high, at a school in palo alto uh california where the history teacher decided to show the kids how easy it was to be uh to become a nazi how easy it was to go along with orders and how easily people wanted to feel special and loved the feeling of being part of an elite group even though this movement uh, was a faux movement, you know, uh, that he started in the classroom. They actually started believing in this movement. Um, let me play the next clip for you. This is only a couple minutes long because as he layers on, as he layers on the the ability to uh, to brainwash the students. It's interesting how they took to it. And he said, I had nothing but questions. This is him later on describing this. He said, I had nothing but questions. Students, students seemed intent on the assignment and displayed accurate uh, recitation of the uh, uh, facts and concepts. They even seemed to be asking better questions, even treating each other with more compassion. He said, how could this be? Because the classroom was so strict. It was so dialed in. 
And he said, here I was acting as an authoritarian learning environment, and it seemed very productive, right? Uh, Now I began to ponder not just how far this class could be pushed, but how such I how but how such I would change my basic beliefs toward an open classroom and self-directed learning. Maybe this was the way to go. He even the teacher even started thinking, "Hey, this is working. They're asking better questions. I like this." This is what happened next as he layered on more to the wave, a movement that all the kids started becoming a part of. Here you go. Class, there's something very important I have to tell you about the wave. At 5 o'clock, there will be a rally in the auditorium for WAVE members only. Now, the WAVE is not just a classroom experiment. I'm going to stop it right here because right before this, what he had done was he had given out cards, ID cards, for any member that was a WAVE uh, person that, that belonged to this WAVE. The emblem was a WAVE. They had a salute, uh, kind of like a Hitler salute. And um, they got these cards. And he put a red X on the back of three, three or four of them. And what that, uh, what that designation was, was that you could be a monitor. So you were to monitor other people's behavior and then report back to him if they weren't keeping all the rules or if they did something wrong. Then the monitors would then tattletale. And he said what was interesting was he only assigned three or four kids to it but he had 20 kids coming to him to report even the slightest behavior on each other even the slightest behavior and they enjoyed it and they liked tattling on each other and so he would reward them when they would tattle and they be and with praise and they became even more so that way. And that's why you had relationships falling apart, friendships falling apart. You had uh, kids that wouldn't talk to their uh, former friends, uh, you know, group of friends uh, because they were insistent on tattling. Insane, right? Okay. So now he's talking about how to finish this thing up. What's he going to do? Because it was getting out of hand, actually. And they were, they, we had 200 kids in the movement at this high school. And now what is he going to do? So he announces that there's going to be a big, huge meeting that they're all going to be at. Here you go. Now, much more than that. Across the country, teachers like myself have been recruiting and training a youth brigade to show the rest of the nation how to achieve a better society through discipline, community, action, and pride. Now look what we've accomplished in two short weeks in this school alone. If we could change things here, we could change things everywhere. In factories, stores, universities all the institutions mr ross mr ross sit down david now listen carefully during the rally a prominent political figure will reveal himself to all of you as our national leader he will appear on television and he will announce the formation of a nationwide wave youth program Robert, Eric, Brian, 
Please escort these two out of the room and see that they stay out. Amy, please listen to me! They're lying! Don't listen to me! He's lying! Now, I want every single member of the WAVE to attend the rally. Each member of this class is personally responsible for a record turnout. Everybody wear blue shirts. Bring banners and signs. Mr. Ross, we can do it. Good. And make sure that no one but loyal WAVE members are allowed in. Mr. Ross, yes! Wow. Let me tell you, let me tell you what happened. I'm going to play this last clip for you. They all came into the auditorium, 200 students. You could hear a pin drop. It was as if the air was sucked out of the room. They were all sitting on pins and needles waiting to see who the political figure was going to be. The teacher hired friends to pose as photographers uh, to make them feel special. And he also convinced them that uh, that this movement was taking place everywhere. And they were a bigger part of this than they realized, that it was happening all over the nation, that a thousand schools were involved, and they were part of this very, very elite group. Um, amongst the group so they were part of the elites and so they were all uh sitting in their chairs as quietly as they could and following every single rule all dressed in the same shirt ready and waiting for this um after doing their salute when they got into the auditorium and the tv came on and a kid yelled and nothing happened and one of the kids yelled um there is no leader you've you've lied to us there's no leader because no leader was coming on the screen and so this is the teacher portrayed by Bruce Davidson because this later became a movie based on a true event and this is what happened in the auditorium there is. there's your leader it was a picture of Hitler that's Hitler speaking Okay. So what what I found kind of interesting with this right here was that you have he suddenly shows a picture of Hitler and he shows the crowd behind Hitler doing the same kind of move that he has showed them. And by the way, they have armbands, armbands on. Okay, so it gets uh, it gets you. So they're sitting there noticing that they look exactly like the group sitting behind Hitler during Hitler's speech. Here you go. no matter who you hurt. Oh, you thought you were just going along for the ride that you could walk away at any moment. But where were you heading? How far would you have gone? Take a look at your future. 
He's showing all the Hitler youth. You would have put on the uniform, turned your head, and allowed your friends and neighbors to be persecuted and destroyed. Fascism isn't something those other people did. It's right here, in all of us. You ask, how could the German people do nothing as millions of innocent human beings were murdered? The kids, uh, he said, fell apart after that. They were crying as they were sitting there with their armbands and their matching blue shirts and banners all over the auditorium. They were crying and realizing how far they'd been duped. Um, He was going to end the experiment after a couple of the parents called to complain. And one of the parents had a rabbi call, their rabbi call, who was upset. This was only 25 years after, you know, World War II. And, uh, you know, a lot of the parents were visibly upset. In fact, one parent came and stormed the classroom and started throwing everything around and was escorted home um, by security because he was uh, he had friends that that, uh, died in the war. And. When the rabbi called this teacher, he said that he was actually sort of surprised that once he said, well, this is just an experiment, we're going to be ending this soon, that the rabbi didn't have any more questions for him. He goes, oh, okay, okay, everything's fine then. And he said, I wish he would have just asked a few more questions because had I really been brainwashing these kids, he should have, he should have asked more. You know, there was, there was really nobody asking much about it. After all this had happened, and that, that obviously worried him. After all this had happened, um, he actually was fired from his uh, teaching post there at that high school because they felt like it had gotten out of hand and they, they didn't want him conducting any more experiments with kids. I thought it was a great history lesson and a great lesson for them that I know they never forgot. Um, but it goes to show you that in teaching personal liberty and in teaching critical thinking and thinking for yourself, um, instead of wanting to be part of a, you know, some sort of elite group um, that you buy into believing that you are. And I think that happens with Antifa. I think it happens with a lot of these groups. It is very interesting to me how um, how amazing, it, how, how fast they did it, and also how, uh, how we also don't want that taught in our classrooms. This isn't shown anymore. This was shown to, to my age, but it isn't shown anymore, and that's, that's regrettable. That's regrettable. They should be showing this in every single classroom. Caller, you have about 30 seconds. 
Yes. Real quickly, uh, this uh, system was applied to the entire world. It wasn't just Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. For 40 years, over half the world was under communism, and this is how it ran. The collectivism, yeah. the discipline, the discipline is obeyance, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, this uh, system uh, controlled most of the world. For another 30 years, a third of the world was under communism. Of course. Uh, this was mm-hmm. experiment was applied to the entire world. Yes. Uh, and the other thing, the two elements, uh, discipline is obeyance, and the other is the and collectivism. If people don't fear collectivism after mm-hmm. hearing this, I don't know what's going to take. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, the, that's true. Yeah, the, the group is above the individual. The group mm-hmm. is above the rights. Uh, and and uh, anybody you. that rebels has to be taken out of the classroom, has yep. to be eliminated. That's exactly what they're they up, did. Up. Thank you for yeah, that. Re- they're obsolete in communism. Yes, really appreciate that. Thank you. I wish you weren't so close to being out of time. What a powerful experience. You can actually view this movie. It was an after-school special. Can you believe it? Back in, in the 80s, back in 81, and uh, for a few years there. Um, but it's not in circulation anymore, but it's on YouTube. So you can watch this with your kids. And it really is good for them to see this dramatization of it, I think. Uh, very, very important. And then read uh, his version of it, because his version of it, after the fact, when he tells the story, um, adds in all the questions that he was feeling and thinking during this time and what the kids were doing uh, in more detail. And it's amazing that that all happened in one week. One week to a week and a half. I mean, it was pretty amazing experiment. People thought that that probably should, I, I would have thought it would have taken years to have, have done that, at least a year. Nope, it was a week, and the students were already turning on each other and turning each other in and, and everything else. The Wave, 1967, true story. I'll be right back with Melissa. Suffering from chronic symptoms that affect your ability listening, we can at least be entertaining. The Kate Daly Show starts now. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Final hour on a Friday. Can you believe it? Uh, muscling through this week, and uh, I know, I just, I'm in love with Fridays. What can I say? Always a fun day. And and get to katedalyradio.com. Um, absolutely go there for the podcast. Share those far and wide. Uh, welcome to all of our global listeners. We have a lot of live global listeners, which we're always glad that you're listening in. And um, I want to uh, get to our guests and waste no time. I've got Investigator Dave in studio, and then uh, also uh, we have uh, Steve Quayle on with us. This is going to be very interesting. Uh, Steve has not been to our show yet, and so this is going to be, this will be really fun. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, important book, uh, Breathe No Evil, all kinds of stuff we're going to be talking about. In fact, uh, Steve is the former editor-publisher of Survival Quest and Security and Survival Chronicles, uh, monthly newsletters, uh, uh, talking about events and how to prepare for them. Really big on, on preparedness. In fact, uh, co-host Melissa actually interviewed you, Steve, a couple of years ago and, uh, and just loved uh, that episode. You also are articulating the need for Americans to be aware of bioterrorism and weapons of mass destruction, and um, and so breathe no evil uh, upon that publication that you that that those of uh, out there can get it at stevequail.com. Make sure that you go and get that. And uh, of course, we have a lot to talk about Antarctica. Um, I, you know, th- there was an article today about DARPA again coming out with their new insects for crops. And uh, anytime DARPA is involved, I get I get very nervous. Welcome to the show, Steve Quail. 
Well, thank you, Kate. What a what a fun time to be on with you because, look, I know it's Friday, and I'm one of those guys that loves Friday, too. But let's start the show with an Orwellian quote. Everybody okay. likes Orwellian quotes, okay? Sure, sure. And, and this is really good. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. And another one that we're going to use is that no one ever seizes power with the intention of relinquishing it. Oh. We're seeing that, yeah. We're seeing the deep state now uh, throwing this country into, I'm on record as of 25 years ago, stating we're going to have a civil war. Uh, we're seeing ethnos against ethnos. When Jesus made this statement, you know, that mm-hmm. in Matthew 24, that we're going to see basically nations uh, rising against nations. That doesn't mean like Germany and France or whoever. It means ethnics. And so what we're seeing now is the Orwellian tearing apart of human minds by mainstream media, in my opinion. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Uh, that's a place to start. <laughs> my gosh, we could do a whole hour just on that. Uh, by the way, many, many books to your credit, and I, I did not mention that, but Steve, you're you're pretty well known out there, and uh, and I have to say I'm excited to have you on the show. You know, Well, uh, thank you. And yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 please, please, go forward, because there's so much I want to talk about, and I want to get well, to... Yeah, here's topics. here's something I think that we can start out the show. And like, you know, I'm, I'm noted for three-hour introductions, so we'll skip it and go to wherever you want to lead me. <laughs> but on the front of my newest book that is really critical, okay, I think this is my 14th book, mm-hmm. and it's called Terminated, The End of Man is Here. And on the gravestones on the front of the cover of the book, it states this, Here lies a human race who refused to recognize their end when it stared them in the face. Ooh. I don't know any way to be more succinct than that, Kate, because it's just uh, it's so in it's it's in our face. AI, I call it now AI squared. I call it Antichrist intelligence and and basically Antichrist inquisition. Mm-hmm. You know, the globalists want control of everything, including your thoughts, your body, your biological processes, and all your functions. And now we're seeing that in real time with, um, you know, artificial, there's nothing artificial about the intelligence. There are the designers and obviously all the scientists who believe that they're going to achieve sentience or uh, self-awareness robotics Mm -hmm. by simply just coming up with the right formula. And I categorically challenge that. And I'm I'm telling everybody, just wait until your worst nightmare Terminator becomes demon-possessed. And that's something that nobody else is talking about, because Ray Kurzweil talked about, or spoke about, you know, the age of spiritual machines. But he didn't mean the age of demonic spiritual machines, and that's what I'm talking about in my book. And by the way, my website is stevequail.com. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm saying that is because the book I wrote, Breathe No Evil, is no longer in print. It was about the biological warfare and the chemical warfare that would be initiated against us all to depopulate us. And let me just share this. When you have the issues of Fukushima, and boy, we're going to go all over the world, Fukushima being an extinction-level event that they still won't admit, and yet we're seeing everything die on the beaches up and down uh, the West Coast, and now we're seeing, obviously, on the Atlantic and Mm -hmm. in the Gulf, the, uh, I would say, repercussions of uh, the Gulf oil spill and corrects it. The only thing that they're going to correct is our existence by taking us out of the scene. Ooh. 
Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, uh, I have a friend in Florida who's just yeah. talking about all of that, by the way, and uh, it's pretty amazing what's showing up on their shows. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested in the subject because we talked about this about a year ago or maybe six months ago and we were talking about the, the robots. Transhumanism? Uh, yeah, too. transhumanism. I mean, there's is that and pos- robots, yeah. Is it possible for uh, non-flesh and bones to adhere to, a, to, to get... Um, Intelligence. Demon possessed. Demon possessed. Yeah. Okay. You said. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let me let me just give some people uh, some definitions historically mm-hmm. of what a demon is. It comes from the Greek word that means daimonisimai, which is simply disembodied. In uh, in the terms of fallen angels, giants, G I A N T S, the offspring of the fallen angels, then the demons, the disembodied spirits. Disembodied spirits are what possesses people, not fallen angels. Fallen angels are a different level of uh, creation. But when the giants died and all their appetites, and by the way, the, the reason cannibalism is coming all into public headlines is because the same evil spirits are being loose and are taking, how should I say this, habitation and whatever they can. You guys have all heard or seen jungle movies where the natives of whatever African country or whatever Asian country uh, say an area is taboo because the trees speak or or the wood speaks. And I've actually talked to missionaries who have thrown idols into the fire and they've screamed. What? So, hmm. uh, yeah, so here's the thing. The hmm. demons, they have intelligence when Jesus cast them out of the gathering demoniac mm-hmm. you know they they said have you come to torment us before our time they knew there was a time. They're conscious of time. So the o- the overbearing, unseen hand of all the world's history is the Luciferian globalists and the Satanists. And have you guys ever thought you would see Satanism so pronounced in the United States? Yeah, yeah, yes. and so out in the open, very, very, very crazy. Uh, yeah, they're putting these uh, these they're putting these Ark of Bales yeah, around all t- around the I country. I just talked about that. They're following all yeah. the UN meetings. Uh, so very, very strange. And the transhumanism thing, I don't think people really get where that's going. We've been warned a little, but they don't talk about that, Steve. They, they, they really kind of shy away from, from telling us where they're at with technology because they're about 20, 30 years ahead, even of what I- we're told, right? Yeah, I want to correct you. Okay. In talking to multiple four-star generals, and I couldn't know this unless they told me in special ops, mm-hmm. when, they, when I asked that question, Kate, I asked them, I said, how far into the future are we with technology? They said it's not a question of how far in the future. So, and here's how they answered it, hmm. kind of like a back-to-the-future answer. They said 4,000 years ago, the advanced technology was so far beyond what we have today. So all the special forces operations that are taking place beyond just getting the bad guys in the caves of Afghanistan or those type of things, are, they're looking for ancient technology. And so the answer is, it's not 20, 30 years, it's literally 1,000 years into the future. Because we're talking about the same type of intelligence that brought about the total destruction of mankind prior to the flood of Noah. And so when it talks about Noah being perfect in his generation, it didn't mean he was a moral, uh, stalwart guy. Obviously, we know the history of Noah, but it was his DNA had not been corrupted. 
And one of the central themes, I think, that people have got to understand, you mentioned DARPA. Mm -hmm. DARPA is in the process of hunting out a a, uh, latent or DNA from the giants and literally from some of the most uh, evil people in the history of the world. For instance, the oldest epic uh, poem, narrative in the world is the Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh epic. And I can tell you for a fact that his tomb was found years ago and that the DNA from Gilgamesh, who was considered half God, half man, was taken by some um, different groups around the world. Everybody was fighting over that. And a lot of the Iraq war wasn't just simply about oil and throwing out Saddam, and was Saddam going to go to the U.S. dollar? It was specifically concerning the advanced technology that was taken and put into the Baghdad Museum and hidden, including giants. Now, why are giants such a big deal? Well, pun intended, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're such a big deal because the DNA of a giant is half angelic and half human. When I put together, and we've done some of the most uh, provocative Uh, DVDs due to research and sending film crews all over the world, when people find out that there is such... I'm sorry, I'm getting an echo. When people find out that there is so much in history that's been covered up and covered over, that individuals are looking for this DNA, because you're talking about the strength of 200 humans. Even the artificial skin they're talking about putting on robots, uh, you know, 200 times the strength of muscle tissue that they're going to put in robots. I don't think that would be too wonderful for sex robots. And I, 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 you know, 20 years ago, I wrote the book Genetic Armageddon. And today's technology, tomorrow's monsters, Kate. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, it was, you know, people thought I was over the edge. And I got people, you know, mm-hmm. saying, ah, oh, you're crazy and everything else. Fear porn, doomsday, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But the point is, when you're in writing 20 years ago, telling people this, and now you can't turn away from drudge report in a given day, and somebody's got some new uh, sex robot brothel. Yeah. Now, why are sex robots so important? Mm-hmm. With the Me Too movement in women, the alienation of men, uh, is, and by the way, I'm not a misogynist, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, the <laughs> alienation <laughs> of men is becoming so uh, how should I say this? Mm-hmm. In, in embedded in men's minds that you can't even have normal courtship now. Mm-hmm. And with the sex robots, the sex robots are going to take the place of women. And I'm I'm only saying this: it's a designed imperative, another form of birth control. It's just like the xenoestrogens in the water mm-hmm. or the uh, excreted pharmaceuticals in the water that men drink. This is why we're having such a uh, fertility issue in the United States, and basically, uh, men are being chemically emasculated, politically Mm -hmm. emasculated, and electronically emasculated. So the birth rates are declining, yet all, isn't it interesting, they want to kill off uh, human reproduction, but all the scientists want to introduce, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. out-of-the-womb reproduction. In other words, they want to make test tube babies. Right. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to come right back. Hey there, my name is John and I'm a director of new sales at Balance of Nature. My department is hiring for new sales representatives. Working in new sales is a very fun and rewarding experience because we are the front lines having rich conversations with potential customers who want to change their lives with better nutrition. I'm looking for energized team players to come join my team. 
Go to balanceofnature.com slash careers to apply for the new sales representative position today. Hi, my name's Rusty, and I'm the manager of the audio section at Balance of Nature. My department is hiring for Spanish and traditional radio ad producers. Working in the audio section is fulfilling and exciting because we get to create advertisements that will air nationally on radio and be heard by millions of people every day. I'm looking for creative people with an eagerness to learn and are passionate about helping people. Come join my team. Go to balanceofnature.com slash careers and apply for the Spanish radio ad producer position today. Are you ready to get amped about water conservation? Change your irrigation clock to water up to three times a week and save thousands of gallons of water each week. It's just that simple. Head to the clock and make the switch. Clock on, Washington County. Learn more at wcwcd.org. That's wcwcd.org. State Bank of Southern Utah appreciates the community again voting us the best bank in the Best of Southern Utah contest. Come see why your friends and neighbors voted State Bank the best bank and the best mortgage lender in Southern Utah. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Lionsgate Recovery Center is a proud sponsor of the Kate Daly Show. Lionsgate Recovery believes in a recovery approach that is holistic and comprehensive. At Lionsgate Recovery Center, we are people in recovery, helping people find recovery. Gold is money. Everything else is credit, said J.P. Morgan. Stop kidding yourself into believing that the government is going to save you. It never has and never will. In fact, it is completely incapable and absolutely incompetent to have any trust laid in its hands when it comes to your personal economy. Wake up and listen to that small voice inside you that has been consistently nudging you to purchase real money, silver and gold, from the most esteemed and highly praised gold medal winner, Gold Ore Store, known for its ability to meet or beat virtually any legitimately advertised price. Gold Ore Store, 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. Our original address is number 7 North Main Street, historic downtown St. George. And now introducing our brand new private appointment only location for larger volume requirements. Call now, 435-703-9119 for your exclusive one-on-one PPMC experience. Don and Cindy here to talk about drugs and alcohol. But wait, this time it's for the family members. What do family members need to know? If you are the loved one of someone who is struggling with drugs or alcohol, then you might feel alone or even embarrassed. But there is something that can help. Every Wednesday night, there's a family support group meeting at Hope Rising in St. George. It is completely free and open to the public, so all you have to do is just show up. For more information about how to get involved, please call 435-632-3335. Hope Rising Recovery. Find your family. We thought about hiring one of those company spokesman to get on the radio and tell you about how this will change your life and call today for a once in a lifetime opportunity but is that really what you want don't you just want answers to the things that are troubling you and for those answers to actually be true people laughed when we told them 53 seconds could change your life let me be more clear the change in your life it's going to take some time if someone tells you they can do it in a day i would be very suspicious however Calling us is the first step to dealing with stress, depression, unsatisfied relationships, confidence issues, and many of the other effects of ED. And it actually does take less than 53 seconds to get an appointment. 
So stop waiting. Stop beating yourself up. Stop worrying about it being too good to be true. Is there a chance it might not work? Yes, but only 15%, which means there's an 85% chance your life will really change. 85%. Think about that. Call Prolong Medical Center in St. George at 375-5000. Oh, Jane, you remember the Italian place? Where we had that homemade ravioli. Oh, that was so good. And the salad with the prosciutto. Oh, and that pesto dressing oh, was out of this world. Croutons. Oh, yeah, so, so good. good. Oh. Let's eat there. Where was that? I don't remember. Well, what was it called? Oh, it was so good, too. It what was. was it called? What was it called? Oh, look at this. Homemade biscotti. Let me see the ad. Ooh, and fresh pasta. <gasps> hey! Let's go there instead. Out of sight, out of mind. Don't let the world forget about you. Advertise. A message from the Radio Advertising Bureau, Adweek Magazine, this radio station, and the famous Radio Ranch. This show is pre-recorded. Call 888-673-1450. This is the King Daly Show. lyrics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very welcome true. back. Very, very true. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. This podcast will be ready to share after the show. Inviting uh, Steve Quell back with us. Uh, and I've got Investigator Dave in on this conversation, too. We're going to go a lot of directions in this hour, but uh, take it all in. You might need to listen to it three times. Uh, Steve, I, you know, I mentioned uh, vaccines and, and the genetic, uh, the genetics, uh, screwing up the genetics with those, too. I, I you know, I, I, we should be able to see this stuff coming. Right. I mean, shouldn't we? <laughs> well, well, forgive me, but some of us did. But <laughs> the problem it's is, true, yeah. is that when something is so out of the normal mm-hmm. paradigm, most people reject it. Let me give you a great statement. Again, I'm just stuck on Orwell quotes today, but some of these I've never seen before. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I thought I knew them all. The most effective way to destroy people is to deny and obliterate their own understanding of their history. Aren't we seeing everything from Confederate monuments torn down? Mm-hmm. We're seeing that, quote, the war on the white man. We're seeing all of the, if you will, the attack, as Michael Savage states, mm-hmm. on our border language culture. So, again, when you take people out of the real world, when you divorce them from the past, and unfortunately the millennials, you know, like the questions of the man on the street doesn't leave much hope for most people. Mm -hmm. But I maintain the virtual reality, the entire plan behind it was to break people loose of what I would call empiric reality so you can make them believe anything you want. And interestingly enough, I'm not a gamer. I mean, I don't play video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got an attention span of three seconds at the most. And doing that would just make me crazy. But mm-hmm. the point being is if you notice the, even the themes, and I have gamers who listen to me on, ta- you know, mm-hmm. guesting on shows or, ta- you know, hosting on shows, and they say everything that we're seeing in the game world is going more evil, more satanic, more supernatural, and more sexual. And and genetic monsters are going to be the general theme, and and, and it's true, Kate, Dave. Look at look at a good example of this are all of the, um, oh, what do you call them, uh, reality, not reality shows, but the Netflix shows, mm-hmm. all the different shows that are dealing with a lot of this stuff. So, you know, I did see it. I did write about it. 
And it's just, uh, how do I say this? You can only look in retrospect to see if the guy was on record. Being on 20, I've been on talk radio 25 years. And I tell people I'm 210 years old. I'm 67 times 3. I think that's 210. Living at three times the speed of life. And there comes a point where you go, man, there's got to, you got to slow down, Steve. And people say, I wish you would slow down talking. But when I go on, and you're so gracious to have me on, you guys. When I go on, I go, I only have one hour to try and get the most important salient points of what could cost people their lives. And that's not being a... uh, doom purveyor that's trying to give a warning and only those with ears here only those with eyes see right you, you, you talked to also about an impending famine and i've talked about that on the show the admiral report that that obama used to try and tell us there was going to be a famine coming because of global warming and the water rising in the ports and ruining the ports and 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 so forth uh what's your take on impending famine Well, first of all, when I first started on talk radio 25 years ago, one of my first shows was literally the topic of the two most important substances in the end of days, okay, because obviously I'm a a biblical prophecy student, it will be fresh portable water or potable water, Mm -hmm. and portable meaning having a water filter, because I made the statement, you're going to have to drink water that you normally only walk through in mud puddles, and food. And food is the most effective way to either uh, keep an army moving or destroy an enemy by denying. And we see that, you know, there's a statement, what, an army moves on its belly or something, Dave? You know, I'm not in the military. Napoleon Bonaparte, an army marches on its stomach. Right. And so what we're talking about now is the control of the weather. Now, I want to make this clear. I don't believe in man-made global warming or cow's flatulence, <laughs> but I absolutely can I can lay it out, and I have. Uh, I wrote a book. I still have it available, Weather Wars and Unnatural Disasters. That was written 15 years ago. By the way, I'm the guy that, and I, I'm just trying to get your listeners to learn who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the one that first brought chemtrails to the attention of the radio audiences two and a half oh, decades yeah, ago. that's right. Yeah. Even, yeah, so just f- FYI. Mm-hmm. So when the weather you know, weather is being modified, controlled over 250, 250 weather control and modification patents. And if anybody wants to see all those patents, they can go, and this is on my website, geoengineeringwatch.org. Mm-hmm geoengineeringwatch.org and the control of weather, all the quotes of the former secretaries of defense have referred to weather warfare. So, you know, Rothschild uh, made the statement, he who, uh, what is it, uh, give me control of a nation's money and I care not who writes its laws. Mm -hmm. Well, the Air Force pretty well said, give us control of the weather and we decide who lives or dies. Because there's a piece that I would encourage everybody to go on the internet and look up and it's called Weather as a Force Multiplier. We own the weather 2025, U.S. Air Force. I can tell you this, from writing the book Weather Warfare and Unnatural Disasters, they've owned the weather for quite some time. Both Secretaries of Defense Cohen, uh, National Security Advisor dead now, Zygmunt Brzezinski, made the statement that by controlling the weather, one nation can make war on another nation and blame it on an act of God. True. Yeah. It's very, very- we have watched the droughts and California, the fires in California, mm-hmm. the tsunamis, the earthquakes, they're so unnatural. Droughts in other countries. They're, they're just, 
Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm an ex earthquake guy, mm-hmm. and it's just not the same. It's yeah. not. Yeah. It isn't the same. And both Tesla, who by the way Einstein called Nikola Tesla the smartest man in the world, yes, mm-hmm. but also the Defense Department uh, quotations by the defense secretaries of defense refer to the very fact that. They, meaning the military, through space-based weapons, can initiate earthquakes and they can set uh, off volcanoes. Now, if you understand what directed energy weapons and plasma weapons can do, you can begin to see how the fires in California are very suspicious, with houses cut literally in half, almost like with a beam or slicing uh, a stick of butter. So what what is really happening, in my opinion, is the forced uh, destruction of humanity by controlling the ultimate food production. And I think most people need some basic weather guidance because there are streams, there are rivers in the atmosphere of moisture that are greater than the Amazon or the Nile or the Mississippi. The Ability to control those, direct those, is uh, it's a fact that's already completed. There are literal patents about it. When Bernard Eastland came out with his heart patent, 4686605, that's the actual patent number, the world was stunned because he, he brought out the patent for controlling the weather by, uh, if you will, using electromagnetic waves, or RF, radio frequencies, on the ionosphere. And bouncing those waves and by supercharging the atmosphere, you could get the, uh, uh, if you will, the course of the rivers of atmospheric ri- uh, rivers in the atmosphere to be directed wherever you want. So uh, what I'm saying, Dave, specifically, is you can direct the water away from the coast. And if you look at some of the satellite imagery of, of the chemtrails that are posted uh, at various places through various times of the year, the chemtrails on the entire California coast are beyond my ability to describe, except a thick, dense spider web that is not natural and it is not condensation trails. Mm. Hmm. I remember the uh, recordings before the Hawaii uh, volcano went off, and they, people yep. were recording those strange sounds <laughs> coming, and they could right. not identify. What, what were those? Well, I'll tell you, first of all, every uh, volcano in the world, and the USGS has a a program on this, each uh, magma movement has its own harmonics, okay? Mm -hmm. In other words, you're singing, they're singing their own song, and they don't sing like, you know, Proud Mary or anything, but the point is, is that they, they have a harmonic signature, and interestingly enough, so do you, so do I, so does every human being have their own harmonic DNA resonance. And did you see the story, what, less than a week ago, that now people are planning on uh, programming music to your specific DNA? No. Did you guys see that no. story? I miss that, yeah. Jim. Yeah. So, so here's the deal. In my world, and, and as a commensurate researcher and a and a, a writer and a book producer, and now a filmmaker. And by the way, I want to share something. Our films are unlike anybody else's. This isn't a sales pitch, but we deal with covered up and cover over history. We investigate eyewitnesses. We have enough stuff. And our newest one, the, the Egyptian presence. You're going to love this in the Pacific Rim and in the Grand Canyon, the great Smithsonian cover-up. I heard about in that, that. In that film, we have the first guy, you guys, that has been 
willing to come forward who's been in the secret uh, uh, depositories of the Smithsonian outside of Washington, D.C., uh, basically underground vaults, and was showing the Egyptian mummies taken out of the Grand Canyon. All of the names of all of the major landforms in the Grand Canyon are Egyptian. Hmm. Uh, in the late uh, 1800s, the prime minister of Egypt, the equivalent of the president of Egypt, Nubar Pasha, and these are real people, real names, mm -hmm. made the request to the United States to return all Egyptian artifacts. The Smithsonian has covered up probably seven to 800 uh, cases of people finding bones of giants. Uh, southern Utah has been a repository mm. of, of uh, uh, giant bones. The Native Americans in the Four Corners, we've interviewed people like Cliff Mahuti, Azuni Elder, that have talked to us about the giant society of the different Pueblos people. We talked to so many researchers, investigators, and even military guys have contacted me who have been in the Grand Canyon taking out giant Egyptian sarcophaguses. Hmm. So, you know, does that not rattle everybody's paradigm if the well, Egyptians think. were yeah. in the Grand Canyon, 235 B.C.? Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to try to get Bix Weir on here because he talks about the massive gold that's stored there in the Grand Canyon also hmm. in those well, caves. Yeah, I, I got to tell you this. I have tried to pursue that with the Native Americans mm -hmm. that I get to talk to, and, you know, and nobody's brought that up. But they have brought up interesting things like, for instance, the elders talk about literally opening up stargates. And for the record, what's interesting about Antarctica, we'll get there, Kate. Mm -hmm. I promise you we'll get to Antarctica. No, now I want to get to CERN, Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll jump to no, CERN, go ahead. Too. <laughs> but the thing about Antarctica is the cosmic radiation that's coming from Antarctica mm -hmm. seems to be having an effect on different pyramid structures around the world. It's my contention that the pyramids of the world, and this is something people don't understand, and I think if they were to view the DVD, and by the way, the DVD is on our website, you know, Steve my Coyle. website's yes, S-T-E-V-E-Q-U-A-Y-L-E dot com. Okay. So it's important that uh, when once you get a feel, this is what's really good. When you see that ancient history is covered up, you can get a feel for they're going to do something. It's the old statement, who controls the past controls the future. Who controls the present controls the past. Orwell was an insider. George Orwell was a globalist. George Orwell was one of the guys writing the script for the future of the world because the future of the world script has been written 7,000 years ago at least. We'll be right back more with Steve Quayle when we come back. Thanks for listening to The Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on The Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net.
Don and Cindy here to talk about drugs and alcohol. But wait, this time it's for the family members. What do family members need to know? If you are the loved one of someone who is struggling with drugs or alcohol, then you might feel alone or even embarrassed. But there is something that can help. Every Wednesday night, there's a family support group meeting at Hope Rising in St. George. It is completely free and open to the public, so all you have to do is just show up. For more information about how to get involved, please call 435-632-3335. Hope Rising Recovery. Find your family. What a great year Park Cox Trucking is having. Celebrating 75 years as one of the first trucking companies in Southern Utah, being honored with the first ever Best of Southern Utah Trucking Company Gold Award. Working with an amazing group of dedicated professional drivers who, we are proud to say, call Cox Trucking home, some for more than 20 years. Since 1947, we've been navigating the country's disasters, pandemics, and economic ups and downs. And you can continue to count on Cox Trucking for the next 75. To our professional Drivers, you can count on us to treat you with respect, to pay fairly for your performance, and to always be looking for new ways to make your world better. Your family can count on Cox Trucking to put you in beautiful, upgraded equipment and to help you find the right fleet so we can get you home safely when you want and need it. Our community can count on Cox Trucking to provide local employment, support community events, and keep our store shelves filled. Thank you, St. George, for the support you've shown us. We are honored to serve our community. The heat is here. Cooling systems can struggle to keep all areas of your house comfortable, like your bonus rooms, garage, enclosed patios, master bedrooms, casitas, and more. Air care professionals can help these trouble areas with their Mitsubishi electric cooling and heating ductless system, offering individual comfort control. Purchase a Mitsubishi system from air care professionals this month and get up to $300 off and 0% equipment financing options OAC. Call 628-2423 or online at aircarepros.com. And thanks for voting them Best of Southern Utah. Four years in a row. Hi, Shauna. Could you tell us how Nubia Dental Implant Center is different than other teeth-in-a-day providers? Yes, here at Nubia, we offer permanent teeth in just 24 hours. With many other providers, you may have to wait up to 10 months to get your permanent set of teeth. Does that mean I could start eating my favorite foods again? Yes, at Nubia, you will not need to be on a liquid diet. Right away, you can start eating some of your favorite things like pasta. At Nubia, we love our patients and can't wait to get them smiling again. For more information, go to Nubia Smile. If you're not sleeping great, I'm not happy. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress, and our huge 4th of July sale will help you get great sleep and save money doing it. Save up to $500 on an amazing purple mattress sleep system. If that isn't enough, you can get up to a $300 free instant gift. And if that still isn't enough, get 15% off all purple accessories. Quick delivery and easy financing, too. So get great sleep and make me happy. Best mattress. Sleep easy, friends. See store for details. After many years of assisting and training the people of Southern Utah about the value of holding precious metals, we at Gold Ore Store are proud to represent the best of Southern Utah for the third year in a row as gold medal winner in Best Gold Store category. But wait, folks, there's so much more. Gold Ore Store has also won gold in Best Rock Shop and also won gold in Best Place to buy a unique gift in all of Southern Utah. We could not be more excited and pleased with you are thousands of cherished customers who literally voted us a complete landslide victory over some very tough competition. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are humbled and overjoyed with a sense of true accomplishment and 10 years of intense work behind us. Here's to the next 10. Gold ore store, gold, silver, and so much more. The inflation killer. 
435-703-9119. Gold Ore Store. Hi, this is Ryan from Inside Out Hyperbarics. Today I'm on the radio to announce our new Platinum Monthly Membership. Staying with our commitment to be the best-priced hyperbarics in the country, you get four hyperbaric sessions for the unbelievably low price of $129. Whether you're dealing with chronic physical or mental health conditions, or just trying to boost energy and vitality, we can help. This is a limited-time offer, so don't wait. Act now. Find us on the web at Inside InsideOutHyperbarics.com. Inside Out Hyperbarics, bringing out the best in you. This show is pre-recorded. Slowing, you're old enough to kill, but not for voting. You don't believe in war. Boards and gun you're toting, and even the Jordan River has bodies floating. Well, that's an oldie but goodie. Eva Destruction. Uh, wow. All right. Uh, welcome back. And of course, I've got Investigator Dave. We have Steve Quayle and and then we'll. Well, first of all, they're looking. They were originally looking for the Higgs boson particle mm-hmm. or the God particle. He just well, died. Fast, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> he just died. Yeah, yeah, No, I understand. But when you get into the world of subatomic physics, imagine, and this will blow your mind. Mm-hmm. If if you don't come away with your minds blown today, I have failed. <laughs> I just talked to Hugo de Garris, who wrote the uh, Artelec War, and Artelec is artificial intellect. Probably one of the. He's considered the third smartest guy in the world. Okay, he's up there with. Kurzweil, Kaku, and these are smart people. But he said something that fascinated me. He talked about just as you've got the universe that goes on for billions and billions and billions, trillions, septillions. He used words I didn't know existed, okay, Mm -hmm. like Planck's, Mm P-L-A-N-C-K, which is a horrific number. He said that's how many dimensions there are in the subatomic world. Hmm. So just imagine that. So uh, so yeah. what that means is is that you know and I believe that's because the living god created everything and spoke mm-hmm. it into existence. And I, by the way, I make no apologies. I have documented probably in 25 years and 13 14 books, probably I, I don't know, maybe 5,000 footnotes or more. Jeez. And when when you interview, and you're in a good position, both of you, Dave and Kate, to interview various people, you begin to get bits and pieces of the mm-hmm. puzzle. Mm-hmm. But when somebody gives you the masterpiece, a masterpiece, meaning the main piece, mm-hmm. not a masterpiece like mm-hmm. a book, but the masterpiece, that's when four sides of the puzzle come together. So what I'm trying to do is give the puzzle pieces to people to see. I'm just trying to. Particle reactors. Here's an interesting one. It's called Sesame, and it has, you know, that's an acronym. Him. But you remember the uh, children's stories, A Thousand and One Arabian Nights? Yeah. yeah. Well, the Middle East has their own, a, a smaller version of CERN, but what everybody's trying to do is bust into the God realm. And by that, I don't believe they ever will. They're trying right. to figure out how God created the universe and everything else. Good luck on that one. <laughs> yeah. Job tried it and didn't work for him. But the point being is Sesame in the 1001 Arabian Nights, was it 101 or 1000, 101 mm-hmm. Arabian Nights? They had, yeah, they basically, the open Sesame was what let the genie out and you know you could go into the cave of treasures there are hidden meanings in every acronym beyond just the standard one so what cern is trying to do and isn't it interesting you guys when they celebrate cern they have all these weird occult theaters and everything because they know they're trying to open i and here's the bottom line i'll I'll just get to the bottom line i overuse that term for 25 years so i'll reintroduce it (laughs) when you cut through all the 
blah, 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 mm-hmm. above the line. You get to the bottom line, mm-hmm. and that bottom line is this. They are trying literally to smash open the gates of hell and allow that which has been bound to come forward. And mm-hmm. that's the whole book of Revelation in a nutshell coming into our dimension. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. I'm, when it's uh, when they're unleashed, they're very strange. Their rituals are really weird too. I want to talk a little bit. There was an article uh, about the Smithsonian and Antarctica because we've had always had a lot of questions about Antarctica. Here we're sitting on an entire continent, and uh, no one's allowed in. And of course, uh, it makes no sense, uh, especially when they're when they're crying that we have um, we don't have enough of anything right for the human race. And so it's kind of interesting that they are sitting on this continent. Give us your take on Antarctica and that latest article about the Smithsonian. Well, first of all, I wrote a book that's really important called Empire Beneath the Ice. That's where the Nazis set up, uh, if you will, shop during the closing uh, years, or actually closing 18 months of World War II. It's interesting because what would summon the most powerful people in the world from popes, potentates, presidents, and the, if you will, the elite of the world going to Antarctica? Uh, Along with Antarctica, there's so much UFO phenomenon. And in 1947, Operation High Jump, uh, have you guys talked about that, Operation High Jump? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, well, what people don't understand is they don't believe the Nazis achieved uh, space flight. They don't believe the Nazis had flying saucers. But let me give you an interesting story real quick. The two smartest rocket scientists to come out of the Third Reich were Dr. Werner von Braun, who became the head, obviously, right. of uh, NASA, mm-hmm. and, or NASA. Mm-hmm. I, people say, NASA's in the Bahamas. My good friend Gary says, NASA is NASA. <laughs> well, and then uh, the uh, Werner Oberth, okay? Mm-hmm. And these guys said that they, it's not that the Germans were smarter than anybody, but they had help from the hidden realms. They had a supernatural help. When I wrote the book Empire Beneath the Ice, one thing that became obvious is that, you know, uh, for instance, you see people like uh, Himmler having an occult library of 66,000 books that were just found less than a year ago. But they achieved, according to multiple people in the intelligence community I've talked to, they achieved a way to open up portals to other dimensions. So what both Werner von Braun and Hermann Oberth were saying was that basically they had help. They had a supernatural help. And there's even instances in my book I record where they were holding seances and a woman gave birth to an ectoplasmic being. Now, this is history, you guys. This isn't Star Trek, Star Wars, mm-hmm. Starstruck, or anything else. And it, it, it dictated advanced mathematics to them. So fascinating that Antarctica now it becomes the center of uh curiosity of internet gossip and i maintain that the nazis did not lose world war ii i maintain they had a facade of losing it but the if you will the sub ice continent i've talked to people that have literally been under the ice and they claim it is like a tropical paradise so that's what admiral bird said in the in the 40s yes yeah Yeah, you talked to people yeah yeah yep i'm sorry some i meant i don't know i'm sorry you say you've talked to people who've been under there Yes, sir. What? Whoa. So tell us. So, yeah. Well, so so here's the thing. 
the and I know this will sound wild to your listeners. A lot of people probably go, "I got to pull over and shake my head against the wall." What's this guy talking about? But that's why when you document stuff, you can get to the thing. Who controls the past controls the future. Who controls the present controls the past. They have put such a tight lid on everything relating to Antarctica. I've talked to people from different countries. I won't even name the countries, lest I get them in trouble. Who have been down there and they said, "Steve." This whole thing, especially one part of Antarctica, is totally controlled by the U.S. military, and they're bringing in wave after wave of equipment, flying in stuff, bringing in scientists, and when the most powerful people, Kirill, obviously, the head of the Russian Orthodox Church, the Pope, uh, oh, good night, uh, even uh, former Secretary of uh, State, what was that guy's name? Um, I can't remember. John Kerry? Yeah, yeah John Kerry. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, so many people have gone down there. Now the reason why everybody's going down there, uh, uh, the evidently, an ancient, this is their terms, not mine, an ancient alien structure has turned on by itself, emanating vast amounts of power. That that power is triggering other points on the globe, initiating those turning on. And actually, there was a movie, a science fiction movie about a bunch of pyramids that came on and you know controlled the weather. But what's problematic to everybody is, okay, what are they hiding? Remember this, when the peons, us, common people, or as they're... By the way, in that world, everybody other than them is a zombie. And that's where the word zombie came from, beyond Rob Zombie's uh, use of it. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. yeah. But the word zombie is everybody who's above ground when everybody heads underground or under the ice. So Empire Beneath the Ice is about the Nazi-slash-globalist elitist controlling the world with very, very uh, real supernatural power and some people believe literally uh you know hell is in antarctica and one of the things that hitler was looking for was uh ultima Thule, and that's why they were sending the ananerbi all over the world in search of this stuff so i would say this the book empire beneath the ice available on my website stevequail.com is really probably one of the most uh intense investigations and i do document what i say mm-hmm. yeah and i mm. they say it's the size or Admiral Byrd said it was kind of the size of the United States. It, this is a very large piece of land with, like you said, like a tropical paradise. Like it was so beautiful, uh, you, you couldn't even imagine with more resources than than we have here. Yeah. Right. It's it's actually the basis for the for the old themes of Shangri La, Shambhala. Remember that mm-hmm. that from the Three Dog Night. Yes. Boy, that's that's dating me, you guys. If I know the Three Dog. <laughs> hey, Night. I know Three Dog Nights. Three Dog Nights. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. But the point being is, is the Great Frozen uh, Paradise, mm-hmm. and so this is something that's fascinating. And if you remember, which one of the astronauts was pulled out of there because he had a medical emergency? Oh, at Armstrong. You know? No. Yeah, he tweeted. No, no. no, he tweeted and and said, "What did yes. he say?" He and they they erased the tweet. Uh, and yeah, they erased the tweet. He said, "There's a lot of." Wasn't it something like, "There's a lot of strange stuff going on here," yeah. or you wouldn't believe what you're seeing? Now, let me tell you how this is going to play out and watch this happen. Have you guys noticed all the announcements about Mars? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Two two years ago, when I started talking on talk radio about Antarctica. Uh, you know, and the empire beneath the ice said, now watch, it's going to shift to Mars. Because what they're claiming is when Mars uh, had asteroid strikes, and there's a whole story on that, but, uh, you know, that a lot of, if you will, fragments came to Earth 
carrying Martian microbial life. Do you remember when they used to mock people and said, hey, there's water on Mars, there's canals on Mars, there's ice on Mars? Well, mm-hmm. there's a whole lot going on on Mars. Yeah. You know, oh, uh, by the way, by the way, Buzz Aldrin and the tweet said, yeah, the tweet said, we are all in danger. It is evil itself. Right. That was the tweet. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. Mm-hmm. Now, that Buzz Aldrin, a lot of people say, oh, that guy's off. He's not off. He's telling you what's going on. Mm-hmm. And my guess is is that they tried to influence him someplace. And by the way, they can create sickness by beaming you with radio waves. And this isn't science fiction. This is They can articulate cancer. They can articulate anything. And they, they the CIA had heart attack guns, you know, what, 20, 30 yes. years ago? Yeah, 40. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 40. So... Yeah, I guess I'm dated now. I don't want to admit it. But the point (laughs) being is that we're now at the juncture where they can't keep it all covered up. And this is why we're seeing the beginnings of disclosure. And how this is going to play out is obviously that the aliens created us. Uh, There is no God. The aliens are coming back to save us. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I take the position of the uh, Twilight Zone episode to serve man, and they're not coming to serve us. They're coming to serve us on a platter, you know. And and the problematic issue is is that the people are going to swallow it, lock, stock, and barrel. You generate famine. You generate weather that's so far out of control that people just shake their head and dig in. One minute they're so cold, mm-hmm. they're freezing their you know what's off, and, and they the next explain minute it away, they're so hot. Right? They explain it away so that uh, they they sell the story. On how they want to sell the story, so people don't even question, right? Right, right. It, it, you know, and and this is this is becoming so uh, fascinating. So what I say is, I go back to the ancient myths, legends. I go back to the Indian mm-hmm. Vedic texts, and you can see stuff about ancient atomic warfare, places in Pakistan having glass or sand turned to glass by atomic weapons. Uh, you know, even uh, Oppenheimer quotes. A quote where he said, I have become the destroyer of worlds. And isn't it interesting that at CERN you have uh, the, oh, good night, you have, I can't think of the name of the Hindu god, Shiva, the destroyer in recreation. Why would they choose that? Because they are trying to take apart that which the living God made and insert that which the fallen one, Lucifer. Look, we're at war. We're at war in the natural. We're at war in the spiritual. And we're at war in the environment. War is the order of the day. So that's what we've got to get ready. And I tell everybody the best value for your money, if you got extra, make sure you have food, uh, like non-perishable food, stuff you don't need refrigeration for. And isn't it interesting that uh, spam has come back into the public side? I like that. I don't. Well, you know, I remember, hey, Dave, I remember (laughs) when my mother used to put it in a pan and add, uh, oh, something like honey to it, you know, glazed spam and cloves. That's it. Glazed ham and cloves. So we're at a position now where if you you notice i'm getting reports kate uh, dave mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys are but people are saying hey man the supermarkets just aren't sh- just aren't carrying much yeah. stuff yeah and the reason why that is it's all going into the 235 underground bunkers bases and end time doomsday uh retreats for the wealthy and the elite those are not those who aren't splitting to new zealand and by the way going to new zealand might not be a good idea because taupo mm-hmm. one of the very prominent volcanoes down there when that goes, uh, you know, uh, $500 million yacht goes. So the thing is, is that there is absolutely a seismic upheaval taking place. And what most people concerning, this is what really blows my mind, 
is that people don't understand the cumulative volume of ash from all the volcanoes going off mm-hmm. worldwide. It's going in the upper atmosphere, and it's producing global cooling. I don't know if you saw mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Italy and even in the south of France. I mean, you're seeing uh, hailstorms of, you know, some of them three feet, even in South America. So the seasons are no longer normal. A big thank you to our guest, Steve Quayle, and you're listening to KateDallyRadio.com. Southwest Vision is happy to announce the... Stop until we figured out all of our gender options. The Kate Daly Show starts now. But the cool thing that's happened to me from living with all these women is through the years, I've learned a ton of things about women. And, and one of the things that I've recently realized is that men and women both appreciate smells. But we do not appreciate the same kinds of smells. <laughs> women apparently appreciate pleasant smells. Like flowers. You give a woman a bouquet of flowers, they're like, oh, that smells like heaven. You give a man a bouquet of flowers, we're like, smells like 50 bucks. So true. Oh, my gosh. He just nails it. (laughs) Jeff Foxworthy, he nails it every time, doesn't he? Uh, Welcome to the show. I have Allison Armstrong on with me, the relationship expert. How are you? I am very well, thank you. Excellent. Did you know you can go to AllisonArmstrong.com and you can get so much information to help your relationship? She's amazing. Of course, she's been on Prager for years and still is and just does an amazing job. And she's on programs all over the place. I've seen so many different interviews (laughs) with you pop up. And I actually listened to you on a random interview. And I remember going, I've got to have her. I've got to have her on the show. She's amazing. Uh, boy, and talk about the seminars uh, that you do across the country are just helping so many couples really understand each other. And did you know whenever I come across a, a young couple, I actually give them your your advice on relationships to help them because I want them to kind of figure it out early, you know, and I really appreciate yeah. that about you. So uh, welcome to the show. Happy to have you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, you bet. I'm really glad to be here. You've, uh, you know, that clip cracks me up because that truly is <laughs> something my husband would say. <laughs> you know, fifty dollars. You really? I mean, they're just going to die anyway. You know, I mean that. It's so <laughs> funny how differently we see things. Um, and so we're usually pointing that out when Allison comes on. But man, that clip just resonated. It was just, I just made me laugh. I'm sure you get that a lot. Uh- well, I honestly thought he was going to talk about fart. I know, I did too. It actually surprised me. I really did think he <laughs> was going was in that direction. Waiting for the contrast. Right. I remember my big brother saying to me, I was like six, 15 years old, and he said, have you ever noticed your own farts smell the best? Oh my gosh, said every boy on the planet. I swear to you. I swear they are. They all get the same script. Oh man, it's like an I, Yeah, so that's what I thought he was going to go to. Yeah, I and too. I think it's pretty cute that pretty, he didn't. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty funny but too. But it's perfect. It's perfect for our topic. Okay, today. all right. I, I think that's it. Yeah. You, as, 
as usual, you picked the perfect intro, and um, which I am calling. I'm mm-hmm. calling this "Own Your Ultimatums." Okay, ultimatums. And hmm. Boy, everyone should be nodding their head, <laughs> thinking, "Yeah, I've been well, there." Okay. Well, the reason why I'm talking about this is because, first of all, I interact with lots of single men and women mm-hmm. who are they're looking for the one. They're looking to get married and maybe have children and live happily ever after and um and the instincts all around courting um which never really go away right even Mm -hmm. after somebody's in a relationship for years married for decades Mm -hmm. all of the human instincts that have us uh, want to be pleasing, be mm-hmm. peacekeepers, not ruin a moment. No, that you know we're going to go on vacation. Let's not talk about this now. There's all of these things that keep us from telling the truth. Mm-hmm. That keep us from saying um, what matters to us. Okay. And you know, part of what what my what people appreciate about me is that mm-hmm. I I am human. I own being human. Mm-hmm. I am not perfect at this, even though I've been working at it for three decades. <laughs> wow. And <laughs> last week uh-huh. on vacation mm-hmm. with Dan, mm-hmm. I became a drive-by shooter. What? Okay. Yeah. What? I became, <laughs> became a drive-by shooter. Do tell. I was not telling the truth. Uh-huh. I was n- not owning up to um, something that I had talked to him about that Mm -hmm. before we ever met, I told him was one of my deal breakers. Mm -hmm. Um, And he like, you know, he was seemed like he was going to satisfy that deal breaker. And then it turned, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. turned a corner in the wrong direction. And I was freaking out because we're in our ninth month and all the instincts in women in the ninth month are to commit. Sure. That's everything to do with, the you know the idea that I'm going to have a baby right 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 <laughs> yeah 60 years old yeah. I'm going to have a baby not, um, no not likely yeah. but the instincts are still there right mm-hmm. and and in in my mind it's just like Allison you love him he's so wonderful you know, so you have more mm-hmm. than you ever knew you could have with another human being just go all in you know he's all in just go all in right and and then I have this thing staring in my face. Where I swore, no, no, right. Uh, I wrote it down. I I wrote it down under I'd rather be alone. <laughs> Ooh, that bad, huh? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So, so what you yeah, do? So, well, what I wrote was I'd rather be alone than be with someone um, who didn't have a healthy diet and lifestyle consistently. Mm. Okay. So that's your one of your deal yeah. breakers. That's what you, you that's know. That's one of my okay. deal breakers, and it's I have I actually have uh, forty two deal breakers. Forty <laughs> two. You're so high maintenance. Yeah. I have forty two. Oh actually, I'm not terribly high maintenance because I understand men and women so well. Sure, sure. So most of the expectations that women have of men, I don't have. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I I, I have much fewer than most women. But the ones that I do have, I have examined very closely and Mm. with the criteria, would I rather be alone? Because that's the biggest fear, you know, from the point of view of human survival. The biggest fear is, oh, my God, I'm going to be alone. And so if you stick your face in it and go, okay, well, someone's dishonest, Mm -hmm. I would rather be alone. 
I've been with people who are dishonest. I'm better off alone. Right, <laughs> so right, If right. someone is, yeah, so, so this is what I mean by own our ultimatums, because if we project ourselves into the future, mm-hmm, right, let's mm-hmm. say we're starting a relationship, mm-hmm. and I'll talk about what if you're already in one, but mm-hmm. we, if we project ourselves into the future, what is it that will be my ultimatum? That if you don't do blank, I'm out of here. Mm. Like there are women, if you, if we're not married in two years, I'm out of here. Right, right. But they don't, what I mean by own it is start with that. I see. So <laughs> One of my deal breakers mm-hmm. is I would rather be alone than be with someone that isn't planning on getting married in the next two years. Because mm. okay. that'll be torture for me. So communicate it so are up you, front. Exactly. That yeah. Own okay. it first. Cause your own awareness of it, and then state it. And I remember um, our twentieth. It was our twentieth wedding anniversary, and leading up to it, mm-hmm. Greg did something. It's like two months ahead of time. He did something, and I thought, not for another twenty years. Ooh. Like it was all mm. of a sudden. It was in my face. Right. Right. You know. I, Oh my okay. gosh, there's actually something I'm unwilling to put up with for another 20 years. Where the heck did that come from? Yeah. I found out I wasn't the only one. The 20-year mark hits a lot of people. Sure. And and so I, but it was clear to me, no, I'm not going to do this for another 20 years. I won't. And so I communicated it, and uh-huh. we made a deal it, and made changes. And then about four days later, there was another one. Hmm. And then there was another one. And you just exploded with <laughs> ultimatums. Uh, yeah, like every four days. I had, I was like a pimple factory of oh ultimatums. Oh gosh. I was like, where did this come from? Was he freaking then, out with all these? I mean, was he kind of like, where is all this coming from all he, of a sudden? Well, I, mm-hmm. he, Greg was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, Greg sure. was amazing. And he, he's had a lot of room for me. Mm-hmm. And how I was and, and how I do what I do. And he, you know, he he, he was all in. Mm-hmm. He put everything into this marriage, this family. And, and so he just, he literally dealt with them one at a time. And at one point I'm like, I'm sorry, they, they just keep coming. And he's like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And, and so they kept coming and they kept coming and they kept coming. And at one point I had this realization. Mm-hmm. That at any point in the previous 20 years, mm-hmm. I could have said, I, not anymore. Right. Hmm. But at two years, I could have said, I won't do this for two more years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at seven years, <laughs> at 15 years. But for some reason, at 20 years, mm-hmm. it, it hit the fan. And now I finally was taking a stand. At 20 years was when I owned my ultimatums. Mm. And we cured behavior. Right, cure right. to cut it off. We cured behavior that could have been cured ten years previously, mm. and saved me so many moments of <laughs> falling out of love with him. Right, wow. so many moments of losing respect and admiration for him. We could have mm. fixed it so much sooner. Were you afraid and, to say anything in those first ten years, though, because you were still raising little kids, right? And maybe that's what keeps people from saying anything. They don't want to upset the apple cart. I don't know. Well, that's why I'm mean, my peacekeeper. Okay. And yeah, we're afraid macro and micro. Mm. Like, 
you know, I traveled a lot for work. When I was mm-hmm. home with him, I didn't want to ruin the, those moments sure. by telling him something that was driving me crazy. And and yes, when I got to the bottom of the 20 years, mm-hmm. what I saw was that why it showed up then was that we'd fulfilled the purpose of our marriage. Oh. I had just I had just published The Queen's Code, right. which he signed up for supporting me in whatever it took to get that book mm-hmm. written and into the world. Which is an amazing and book, by the way. 20 years to do it. <laughs> uh-huh. 20 years to do it, right? right? right. And, and our last, our youngest child was a senior in high school and had been accepted into the College of Her Dreams, mm-hmm. and they were all going to be launched. And so raise a family and make this difference for humankind, mm-hmm. that was what we were organized around and it was fulfilled and one thing that was great though Kate was that when we saw like the purpose of us being together is complete now what mm-hmm. sure <laughs> you know do, do we, so do we get a divorce and <laughs> do we make mm-hmm. up a new reason to be together mm-hmm. and and we didn't know. We right. just were like just being present to each other. And I said, well, how about while well, we figure this out, we just see how sweet we can be to one another. Ooh, well, there's an angle to take because you're redefining your relationship. We're going to go to a break, but we you're redefining it. We did. Right? Okay. We did. We redefined it. Okay. I want to talk more about that. Okay. We're going to come right back. Yeah. We're going to talk about sure. redefining because I'm sure a lot of you might be in that situation too. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. More with Allison Armstrong, the relationship expert. AllisonArmstrong.com. Be right back. Did you know one in nine Americans over the age of 65 are living with dementia? And those who care for dementia patients report higher levels of stress, depression, and anxiety than non-caregivers. But you are not alone. Memory Matters is a nonprofit in St. George that provides resources for people living with dementia and for their caregivers. To learn more, to make a donation, to volunteer, or to download a free activity kit, just go to MemoryMattersUtah.org. That's MemoryMattersUtah.org. Memory Matters. You are not alone. Hi, this is Ryan from Inside Out Hyperbarics. Today I'm on the radio to announce our new Platinum Monthly Membership. Staying with our commitment to be the best-priced hyperbarics in the country, you get four hyperbaric sessions for the unbelievably low price of $129. Whether you're dealing with chronic physical or mental health conditions, or just trying to boost energy and vitality, we can help. This is a limited-time offer, so don't wait. Act now. Find us on the web at InsideOutHyperbarics.com. Inside Out Hyperbarics, bringing out the best in you. We have got to get out and have some fun again. I'm so ready. You know, Casablanca was named gold winner in the RJ's 2020 Best of Las Vegas for Destination Casino Resorts. Casablanca? In Mesquite? Golf, spa, Catherine's Steakhouse. I can hit the links. While I hit the spa. Casablanca, here we come. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort Casino in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. Hey, St. George. This is Shanna from Cox Trucking. We were thrilled to be nominated in this year's Best of Southern Utah, but we were over the top when we learned that we were voted the best trucking company for 2022. We are honored and humbled in so many ways. Thank you to our community for your support for the last 75 years. This award means even more knowing that our own drivers and operational staff believed we were number one. We wouldn't have won without their votes. 
Here are two comments from drivers when asked why they would vote for Cox Trucking. People are happy and treat each other with dignity, respect, and kindness. What a tribute to the founders and a blessing to each of us that are fortunate enough to have found such a magnificent trucking company. The other, I love the rapport amongst my fellow peers. I always feel welcomed and appreciated when I come through the hub. When I am out on the road, I am confident and assured I am thought of and cared about. I am proud I represent Cox Trucking. Join our team. Call Gary, our recruiter, or go online at coxtrucking.com. Okay, you're a smart shopper. You compare prices of everything before you buy, and cars is no exception. You know buying new could cost you thousands or more in depreciation the day you drive off the lot. So pre-owned is the way to go. But how do you know that it's going to be a reliable vehicle or the best price? You could buy a certified pre-owned vehicle from a new car dealer, but they're often hundreds if not thousands more than the uncertified vehicle. St. George Auto Gallery has a solution to ensure not only the best price in 500 miles, but also a certification through our service center that warranties every pre-owned vehicle we sell with no additional cost to you. Okay, so let's recap. What do you need to do to be a smart car buyer? One, buy pre-owned. Two, research prices. And three, make sure you buy from a dealership that specializes in pre-owned vehicles and has a service center that can certify their cars. With hundreds of cars to choose from in inventory, come by either location on 700 South or the Boulevard or visit us online at stgautodeals.com. Luxury is created by the best designers and engineers in the world. They dedicate their time and efforts to only creating the best possible outcome. At Precision Dental Specialties, they have spent over 28 years perfecting a fine-tuned dental implant process to include the latest, most studied technology. They will work hand-in-hand with your dentist to deliver a luxury experience from beginning to end. Precision Dental Specialties and their premier network of dentists. Know your worth. Visit PrecisionSCG.com. Do you have parents that want to be independent and live in their own home, but are not the best at remembering to take their phones when they leave the house or even where they left it last? Everyone wants their independence, but are you worried all the time? Here's a solution. Call Rescue Alert of Dixie today. With a single push of a button, your loved one can get the help they need anywhere, anytime. Plus, if they fall outside or in a different room and can't get to the phone. Rescue Alert of Dixie can be worn around their neck and it still works. They can go out walking the dog, shopping, or visiting friends and get help anytime. That's peace of mind for you and for them. The Response Center at Rescue Alert of Dixie will call you first if there is a problem and send emergency medical help if needed. The idea of having someone there 24 hours a day, 7 days a week gives peace of mind for any family and it costs less than a dollar a day. Give Rescue Alert of Dixie a call today at 435-986-1735 or go online at rescuealertdixie.com. This show is pre-recorded. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hey, honey, have you gained some weight in your rear end? The dress you wear reminds me of my old girlfriend. And where'd you get those shoes? I think they're pretty lame. Would you stop talking because I'm trying to watch the game? If you're a man who wants to live a long and happy life, these are the things you don't say to your wife. Okay, we have to have one more verse. I gotta listen to one more verse. Hold on. I planned a hunting trip next week on your birthday. I didn't ask you, but I knew it'd be okay. Go make some dinner while I watch this fishing show. I taped it over our old wedding video. If you're a man 
you've done that A long and happy life Lives up a place you just said to you <laughs> Amen, brother. I <laughs> see you see you've gained weight in your rear end. Yeah, it doesn't go over so well. Uh <laughs> Uh, welcome back, Kate Daly Show. I've got Allison Armstrong. That was Tim Hawkins. Things you don't say to your wife. Oh, his music is hysterical. Anyway, uh, make sure you get over to MyPillow.com. Uh, Mike Lindell and I have partnered up. And boy, if you want the sheets like your grandma had on the bed that are amazing and washed perfectly and are cool to the touch and, and great quality those are the sheets at my pillow. It took me so long to find them. I've been looking for years, by the way. And I, I'm serious, like I'm a serious bedding person and they are amazing. <laughs> and also mypillow.com and throw pillows and everything. Get it from mypillow.com because you're supporting truth and radio, but all in the show, but also because you're going to get wonderful things. And I would start thinking ahead to Christmas. You don't know what this Christmas is going to look like. And with shortages kind of popping up, I would actually get these things as gifts because I swear people love these things as gifts. They are amazing. Go to mypillow.com dot com code word kate and get up to 40 percent off you will love me for this one um so allison uh things you don't say to your wife i love that so let's talk let's talk ultimatums because i you know you're right about confronting them early i think i yeah it's probably good it's just scary but it's probably good but go ahead (laughs) i don't know yeah it it is scary Uh especially because we don't want to blow it and we're trying to be attractive Mm -hmm. and maybe they check off a lot of boxes on our list but if you're serious about making a commitment Mm -hmm. right right really are you going to be unconditionally committed no matter what they do or don't do, no matter how they treat you, no matter do you get the affection and the support that and the mm-hmm. loyalty that you need, are you really, you might stay in a marriage, but are you really going to be married? Are you really going to mm. be all in? Because a lot are of people gonna, do check out. They do. They check out of their marriages and, you know, the needs aren't being met, right? And so things yeah. that bug you, you know, rocking the shoe becomes a pretty big deal after a while, even though it's a tiny rock, right? Well, it can become huge. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I noticed, and it just flew out of my mouth one day, was relationships are sunk by mm-hmm. the holes that were there in the beginning. Ooh. Ooh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's what I mean by own your ultimatum. What what will what would you leave over? What would you end this over? No matter how much you love them, mm-hmm. what would you be unwilling to live with? That you you would be betraying yourself to put up with that. Okay. And when if we do this when there's less at stake, right? When mm-hmm. we don't have marriages and families and bank accounts and, you know, all these things involved. When we do it then, we can be more honest about it. We can, there's not a lot of baggage and acrimony attached to it. it. It's just a fact. Um, I mean, what I think in my head, and I've thought this, right, since I met Mm -hmm. Dan nine months ago, is if you're going to run, run now. I see. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. represent who you really are, what you really need, mm-hmm. when it won't break your heart for them to run. Okay. Because usually what we do is we withhold that information until we think they love us enough mm-hmm. to put up with it. Mm. And, and can I tie something back in that's really kind of cute? Yeah. So we went to the break with talking about how 
Greg and I, when we fulfilled the original purpose of our marriage, you know, mm-hmm. took on this thing of how sweet can we be to each other. Right? Yeah, I like that. And then you just did, you know, talked about the sheets and mypillows.com. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that men don't know about women is that when our beds aren't made, mm-hmm. we we don't want to be in our bedroom. Yeah. Like the bed is yelling at us. <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. yelling at us because yeah. it's messy and it's unmade. Mm-hmm. And and when a bed is made, it really irritates men mm-hmm. because they have to get all those, they usually have a colorful word before the word pillows, <laughs> off the bed before they can go to sleep and they have been ready to go to sleep for the last half hour. Oh, you're so true. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're dead yeah. on. Yep. So, yep. Yep. So one of the things that Greg and I did, one of the ways we were sweet to each other, mm-hmm. was... He made the bed in the morning, including all nine pillows. He got certified in how to arrange the pillows so that I'd be happy. Uh Right? Yes! So he got certified in making the bed, and he would make the bed every morning. And then in the evening, I unmade the bed. Really? I unmade the bed, and I turned it down. I took the pillows off, and I turned on the bed. So when he was ready to call in, that's all he had to do. It's so against every instinct. How did you do it? I love it, though. That's great. That's great. Okay, a little yeah, trade-off. Part of being sure. sweet to each sure, other. Sure. When you're going to be sweet to each other, you're counter-instinctual. Yeah. Okay. Men don't make the bed because it's an unmade bed is efficient. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. It, just like yeah. why they don't put the toilet seat down. They figure they're going to come back and pee again. Why would I set it down? I have heard that one before a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they don't know we'll avoid our bedroom if right. the bed isn't made, and then they'll complain that there's not enough intimacy. We'll mm-hmm. make the bed. How to get a woman in bed? Make it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So how did how did this turn out for you? I, I'm dying to hear. Everyone is. How, how did it turn out? Well, how it turned out was Greg and I was we just kept finding ways to be sweet and oh, kind to good. each other, and um, and we did that. It was six and a half more years before he died, Aww. and we just we never needed another like big purpose. Right. We just were sweet and kind to each other, and and that. It was lovely. It was really lovely. I like that. And I got better at bringing up stuff sooner. Mm -hmm. Like when, especially when I noticed that I was losing admiration for him Mm. and Mm. I didn't know, I didn't know what was happening in his body. He didn't, he wasn't symptomatic of something, someone with heart disease. Mm. And so we didn't know what was happening. And so I didn't really you know, these are things I've had to deal with in the two to years since he died that mm-hmm. I didn't know how tired he was, hmm. right? I sure. just knew he wasn't keeping his word with me. And not only did that make me angry, but it had me lose respect and admiration for him. I see. And and so I just told him, I'm losing mm-hmm. admiration for you. And he goes, what? <laughs> I said, <laughs> right. you don't, you, I married you because of your integrity. You did what you said you would do and mm-hmm. you haven't been. And he looked at me and goes, well, I better fix that. Wow, <laughs> nice. Holy cow. Because it was just a straight communication. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, you jerk, why don't you? I can't believe you're like this. It was right. just, I'm losing Which admiration. they respond to pretty well. I mean, they're pretty literal. They would just want you to say it, right? We're the ones that beat around the bush, right? 
Yes, they okay. definitely directly also not taking it personally. Like, don't you love me anymore? Mm-hmm. Right? right? No, you're not doing this and this doesn't work. And something Greg actually taught me right out. He said, um, he said, when you're angry and you tell me something you need, no matter how much sense it makes to me, mm-hmm. I can't do it. Hmm. it okay. Like the anger itself, it's like static on a radio, and mm-hmm. it also creates resistance in him. He, he, he couldn't. Men have this thing about it's not honorable to cave to emotion. It's not honorable to cave to pleasing someone against your own principles. They're ashamed of doing that. So for them to do something because of how upset we are, Mm -hmm. which we tell them how upset we are so that they'll do it, it's the opposite impetus. They're ashamed of themselves if they do something to avoid upsettingness. They're going to do something because it's the right thing to do. Okay. So we actually have to learn how to communicate without being upset when usually it's how upset we are that makes us communicate. Okay. All right. Hmm. So are are boundaries different than ultimatums? Well, that's a really good question. Are we going to go to break and I should answer it afterwards? I have it's about, not a simple answer. I have about three minutes. Can you do it in three minutes? <laughs> three minutes. Let's get it started. Okay, all Let's right. Let's get it started. Okay. Um, I wish they were. Hmm. So what happens is people's ultimatums are things that they will, like, finally leave because they've given up hope that it's ever going to fix itself. Mm, So it's more dire. And that means it's more, well, what's happened though is if we had our ultimatums be our boundaries, Mm -hmm. if we set our boundaries at what we actually need to be the people that we want to be, look, for me to stay continuously supportive of you, love you, be affectionate, be intimate with you, glad to be married to you. These are the things I need, and I'm not going to live without them. Okay. Well, it's that straightforward. That would be amazing yeah. if our boundaries were our ultimatums. But no, we betray ourselves all the time. We keep putting up with stuff that has us be more and more miserable. And are we doing it in the name saying, of the relationship? Like we're doing it by saying, well, I'm, I'm, because I'm in this relationship, I'm going to stay quiet so I don't ruffle feathers. So we keep we keep our needs down like that. Yeah. Or we think I don't deserve this. I shouldn't ask for it because I don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. Um, If Greg and I, there was definitely a thing where I don't call you on how you've gained weight and you don't call me on how I have. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like there's sort of this conspiracy of Mm -hmm. mediocrity instead Uh, of, hey, wait a second. I thought we were committed to health around here. I see. Okay. Yeah. There are so, yeah, worthiness, deserving, fear, Mm -hmm. keep the peace, maintain this no matter what. It's not worth it. It won't make a difference anyway. It's a waste of energy. Nothing's going to change this. Hopelessness. All. All of those things can apply, and they just have us what, be quiet. What if, it would be better if we spoke up? What if you think it's something that won't be changed? What if you think, well, they're not going to change it. They're just not going to. They're going to refuse to change this. Then what? Well, then what? <laughs> like if we're running out of our three minutes. We yeah. should talk about the then what. Yeah. Because be- if you look at the then what in the face you may come up with other possibilities Mm. but honestly deciding someone won't change something that's upsetting you is Mm -hmm. giving them no chances 
to rectify something, and it's actually emasculating. Yeah. I, I, We're I see people that do information. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's emasculating to not speak up hmm. to men and women. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you're, you know, talking about this because haven't you seen movies where they say, well, we know, ne- you know, the husband's like, we never argued, not even once. I thought we were perfectly happy. And the wife was miserable the whole mm-hmm. time. And, you know, mm-hmm. she leaves and the husband's going, what, what? I thought everything was fine. And that's how much lack of communication there is on these types of things like boundaries to ultimatums. But we're going to come right back with Allison. Isn't she fantastic? I love Allison. AllisonArmstrong.com. Mm. Go to her website. She has so many things that can help you guys. There's so many seminars online. There's so many ways to help you figure out some of the issues you have in your marriage and uh and she can help you it's wonderful be right back kate daly show don't go anywhere talk lines are i know how hard and stressful it can be to find a job that feels like it suits you Now you can let that stress go. Come work at Balance of Nature, a place that cares about its employees and the community. Working at Balance of Nature is fulfilling and gives you the chance to make a difference in people's lives. But most importantly, the chance to make a difference in your own life. You deserve the opportunity to work for a company that cares about you and its customers. Why stay at a dead-end job when Balance of Nature provides its employees with opportunities for growth and management positions? Full-time positions start at $15 an hour with opportunities for quarterly bonuses and benefits, including healthy daily lunches at no cost to you and access to your own personal trainer. Go to balanceofnature.com careers for a full list of job openings and apply today. Come join our team as Balance of Nature continues to build a future with you in mind. At just $79, you can get your air conditioning system tuned up now. You got to be prepared for the St. George heat wave and advanced air can do it now for just $79. And it'll get done right the first time in no time. Advanced air tech service all cooling systems. And at $79, your system will be ready for the summer heat and it gets done right the first time. Call advanced air 635-2257. That's 635-2257. Or visit advancedairutah.com. Don and Sandy here to talk about drugs and alcohol. But wait, this time it's for the family members. What do family members need to know? If you are the loved one of someone who is struggling with drugs or alcohol, then you might feel alone or even embarrassed. But there is something that can help. Every Wednesday night, there's a family support group meeting at Hope Rising in St. George. It is completely free and open to the public, so all you have to do is just show up. For more information about how to get involved, please call 435-632-3335. Hope Rising Recovery. Find your family. Gold is money. Everything else is credit, said J.P. Morgan. Stop kidding yourself into believing that the government is going to save you. It never has and never will. In fact, it is completely incapable and absolutely incompetent to have any trust laid in its hands when it comes to your personal economy. Wake up and listen to that small voice inside you that has been consistently nudging you to purchase real money, silver and gold, from the most esteemed and highly praised gold medal winner, Gold Ore Store, known for its ability to meet or beat virtually any 
any legitimately advertised price. Gold or store, 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. Our original address is number 7 North Main Street, historic downtown St. George. And now introducing our brand new private appointment only location for larger volume requirements. Call now, 435-703-9119 for your exclusive one-on-one PPMC experience. Disasters can take many forms. Prolonged power outage, flood or fire, or even when Aunt Julie shows up with those screaming twins. Kids, calm down. We'll eat in a minute. Luckily, you stocked up on plenty of food storage at Your Family Still Matters, including delicious Mountain House freeze-dried dinners that take only 10 minutes to prepare. Mmm, this stroganoff is so delicious. Disasters can happen anytime and anywhere. Be prepared with the help from the experts at Your Family Still Matters. You must give me your recipe. This is Kate Daly, and my show is brought to you by the Piano Gallery, located on the Bloomington exit, right by Bloomington Walmart. You can get a gorgeous piano for a great deal. Talk to John or Jamie. A piano makes a beautiful house a home. St. George Ink and Toner. If you want to save money on ink for your printers, see St. George Ink and Toner at 42 South River Road. Best Mattress, the best place to buy Tempur-Pedic. Save up to $1,500 on Serta, Beautyrest, and Sherwood. Free delivery and setup with the Best Mattress 120-day satisfaction guarantee. Why shop anywhere else? Hi, this is Dr. Jason Edwards from the Zion Eye Institute. As our eyes age, it's normal to get cataracts, where the lens in your eye becomes cloudy and your vision is blurry. But the good news is cataracts are treatable, and often your vision is restored to levels you haven't had in years. At the Zion Eye Institute, we've removed thousands of cataracts since we opened it. 1979. Let us help you see your world more clearly. Call Zion Eye Institute today. 435-292-5456. 435-292-5456. No credit is no problem at the mattress store. Hi, it's Justin at the mattress store. And with our no credit is no problem financing, you can get approved for up to $4,000 today and love your sleep tonight. Voted best of Southern Utah, blocked by Ace Hardware, Bloomington by the Walmart, Washington next to Best Buy, and downtown Cedar City next to Lynn's. Nobody beats the mattress store. Nobody. Online at stgeorgemattress.com. This show is pre-recorded. 673-1450. This is the Cape Daly Show. I planned a hunting trip next week on your birthday. I didn't ask you, but I knew it'd be okay. Go make some dinner while I watch this fishing show. I taped it over our old wedding video. If you're a man who done that, a long and happy life, there's all the pleasure to sit to you. Solo. Okay. Your cooking is okay, but not like Mother makes. The diamond in the ring I bought you is a fake. Your eyes look puffy, dear. Are you feeling ill? Happy anniversary, I bought you a treadmill. <laughs> you're a man who wants to live long and happy love that too. Oh, man. Can you even imagine? Dead meat, man. Holy cow. Buy a woman a treadmill on the anniversary. Uh, welcome. <laughs> Welcome back. It was Tim Hawkins. 
things you don't say to your wife. I'm with Allison Armstrong, Kate Daly Show, and uh, I love the you know the, the 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 Men and Women Hour is just awesome with Allison because you just everyone can just absorb and learn so much from Allison Armstrong. AllisonArmstrong.com, easy to find and so, so full of resources, you guys. Um, also, BalanceOfNature.com, get the get the nutrients that everyone's talking about, the phytonutrients, because this product was designed to actually be so absorbable in your system. Um, 31 fruits and vegetables a day. And you should be supplementing the food supply because it sucks. So our food supply out there just absolutely sucks for your body. Your body's crying out for this. So give it what it needs, please. And uh, balanceofnature.com, you can get up to 35% off in free shipping. And uh, it, you'll really feel no more blah days. Uh, you'll start to skin, hair, nails, everything. Everything starts to feel so much better and energy picks up. Really amazing uh, product. You get to take it every day and it's just amazing. Allison, okay, so <laughs> we're talking about... Boundaries and ultimatums, and uh, and I know we were just going to a break, but um, uh, and and now I can't remember. I just had a total brain fart. I cannot remember what we just went to with break. Uh, can you? I can. I can fix it. Okay. Okay. Sure. Go for it. So you had asked the difference, and I said there was. I wish there wasn't one mm, between and, boundaries and ultimatums. Okay. Yeah, and and especially so what normally happens with human beings is we are really afraid to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. So as women, we're afraid that we'll alienate the other person, that will cause a disconnect, that will never be overcome again. Okay. And instinctually, we were herd animals, and we think that we survive through connection. Mm-hmm. We think we'll die without it. It's it's deeply, deeply ingrained. It's not personal. And men have deal breakers, Mm -hmm. and it's been fascinating talking to them about this, and they'll state their deal deal breakers. They'll actually tell, say in the beginning of dating someone, seeing someone, um, I'm never going to get married again, or I'm committed to having children, Mm -hmm. or I want to have a family, and they need to be raised in my family's religion or I'm I'm never or I'm always right like yeah. they they will say they'll say they're deal breakers and what I've had to teach them is that women's normal reaction is well when you love me more mm-hmm. that'll change I see. When you love me more, you'll change your mind that you know decide you want to get married when you just told me you never would. Mm, right? Okay. When you love me more, you'll want to give me the children that I want, even though you said you're not having any more. Mm. Even like women really think that men will sell out is one way mm-hmm, to put it. They'll mm-hmm. betray their own ultimatums because of how they feel about us. And women think that because we do that. I see. So we think about what our ultimatums are, mm-hmm. and then we're like, oh, but I, and I've been this way, right, with Dan. Mm-hmm. Like, but I love him so much. I didn't know two people could be so compatible. I didn't, right, right. oh my gosh, he's amazing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I want to be all in. Just say yes. Just go for it, Allison. Right? Mm-hmm. These conversations happen in my head. And then I think, no, Allison, i got to i got to practice what I preach. i got to walk my talk. Don't commit with your emotions. Commit with your wisdom. Mm. This will drive you nuts. You will lose respect, and you will eventually just despise him because of it. I see. So mm. either cure it or cut it off. Mm. And, and 
And so then instead of, you know, being the snarky mm-hmm. drive-by shooter where I'm making these these snippy, oh, I hated the person I became, these, these like, they were so covert. Mm-hmm. The, the communications were, they just, they were just nasty and covert or cute with a, a knife in them. Uh-huh, and I, a little dick. Oh, and mm-hmm. I, I finally realized I'm just not being straight. I need to be straight. I'm trying to get over this deal breaker, and I can't. It's a, it's there for a reason. Yeah. I, I don't want to fall out of love with this man mm-hmm. over and over again over the same damn thing that's predictable. Right. I won't do right. it. Right. And and it's awesome. And it but it took took courage. I bawled my eyes out. I had to mm-hmm. I effectively had to let him go. Um. Like emotionally, mentally mm-hmm. like let him go. This is an actual deal breaker now what? Mm-hmm. And and it's still sitting there. Yeah. And, and he was actually the one that said, that sounds like an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, God, that's terrible. You're not supposed to have ultimatums. Oh, no. Right. And then I came, and I came back to him. I said, can we have a straight talk about ultimatums? He's like, sure. I said, we all have them. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that is true. And we all have them. Uh, and I started telling him, because I've been watching all this time very carefully to mm-hmm. learn what does this man need. So what does he need? What does he value? What does he need? If I can't give it to him, I can't keep him. Right. If he can't give me what I need, I can't keep him. It's has to work both ways, because that's the only thing that's going to have us be fulfilling, is if we can give each other what we honest to goodness actually need. And so I started telling him the things that I learned about him. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I said, so if I demanded to be a higher priority than your children, would you be with me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just looks at me and goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> so he does have a boundary. <laughs> he does. Mm. He, he does have yeah, it. And has an like ultimatum. If, if, I wouldn't, yeah. if I wouldn't participate with you in all the activities that you mm-hmm. like to do, would you still be with me? And it was so cute. He cocked his head like what I had just said was unthinkable. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> like, so, like, like uh, that's an unimaginable thing. That's a good way to tell about yeah. an ultimatum. Like, yeah, I wouldn't even have thought of that as an option. <laughs> no, it's not an yeah. option. That's so true. And though. yeah, okay. so it's so we normally think we're gonna we think we have them. Then we think we're gonna fudge them. We think the other people are gonna fudge them. Mm-hmm. Then we actually do fudge them. We try to get mm-hmm. over them. We try to hope that they'll go mm-hmm. away. And we actually will represent the boundary as a boundary when we're more angry than we are afraid. Okay. All right. So here's and that's why the conversations don't go well, and that's how we end up hopeless that they'll ever change mm-hmm. because we didn't interact with it in a way that gave space for somebody to change. Okay. So here. Okay. So here's a question for you. So you have. Okay. You okay. The kinds of ultimatums, because I'm sure different couples have different ultimatums. I would imagine the ultimatums that would say to somebody uh, to do something immoral or, um, you know, uh, you know, let's say uh, one of them switched to religion on the other one or, or something pretty major. Right. And then you might have the more petty ultimatums. And so the other person might say, well, why can't you just love me for me? You, you need to harness your own behavior. If, you, if that upsets you, why can't you change your behavior? <laughs> 
because this is me. And so uh, there's a, probably a huge difference in ultimatums. And should there be? I mean, you know, if you're going to end a marriage, is it going to be over something huge? Is it going to be over something small? And then what does? What happens if that if the spouse says something like, well, that's just me, though. You want to change me, and this is me, and you need to change because I'm, you know, this is me. Then what? Well, it's interesting because, again, did the person change? Mm. Like, I wasn't like this, and now I am like this, and you have to accept it. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I'm going to say something people may think is outrageous, but I've been at this for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I, I wish, I really wish people committed to a quality of relating to each other. Okay. Whether it's sweet or with integrity or honorably or supportive, mm-hmm. pick a quality that you're going to relate. You're committed to relating that way. I would. I wish people committed to qualities of being related instead of I'm going to be with this human human being no matter how terrible it is. Mm. No how no matter how ill fitting this suit is, I'm going to put it on every day. I see. I, I just. I think I wish people took the commitment more seriously and weren't so romantic about it. Hmm. And I call it due diligence. If we were, if we approached a marriage like buying a house, okay, let's find out everything about this house so we know what we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'm still going to buy it. Okay. Instead of, oh, I'm just in love with this house, and love is all you need, and it'll all work out because we just love each other so much. And, and besides, you know, he's the one, and she's the one, and, mm-hmm. and really? Mm, yeah, interesting. <laughs> really? uh, how about we check some things out mm-hmm. ahead of time? And I just keep encouraging people to take longer before you commit. Give... Give life a chance to throw stuff at you, because it does, mm-hmm. and see how do you handle it. And this is why I tell men and women, before you ever have a first date, tell mm-hmm. the other person something you authentically need, okay. whether it's be home at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. or I need to talk to you on the phone before we ever get together in person. Whatever it is, express something you need, and then see how they react to that. Yeah. Because how they react to that then is likely how they'll always react to you expressing a need. And if how they react to it is, oh, okay, wait, give me a second to figure this out. Good sign. If mm-hmm. how they react to it is, oh, don't be a spoil sport. Bad sign. <laughs> yeah. if, right? right? If how yeah. they react to it is, what do you need that for? Right. Oh, so you're only going to respect the needs of mine that you agree with? Hmm. That bad sign. Right, right. Right? Okay. Oh, okay, you need that. So that means I need to change our plan. Mm-hmm. Okay, to get you home by then, we need to do something else. Okay, we can do that another time. Okay. okay. Hmm. Are you doing something special the next day? Yeah. you got to get home at that time. So now they took you seriously without needing to know why. Okay. Then they... Change, we're willing to give up something that they thought they wanted in order to take care of you. Okay. And then they were also curious about what your so, good reason is because they assume you have one. Ah, uh, 
Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Go out with that man. Go out with that yeah. woman. Yeah, okay. Women like will that. invalidate needs as readily as men will. What do you need that for? That's stupid. Right. What do you so, need to golf for? What do you need to watch TV for? What do you need to hunt for? What do you need? Why do you need transition time? What do you? What do you? Why do you need to think so long before you give me an answer? Yeah. <laughs> so what? So what? Would always, you, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish out. What? You go ahead. So what? 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 Are, okay. So we have about a minute, a minute and a half, minute forty-five seconds. Mm-hmm. So what is? What? Are, what is everyone's homework tonight? What should they do to open this conversation up, or maybe one thing that they could do to kind of get closer to being more, um, you know, communicative to to each other in this area? What, what should they do tonight? Mm. Well, I would spend time with yourself. Uh, telling the truth to yourself. Mm-hmm. What is it that you're putting up with in your relationship that you know you won't put up with forever? Ah, you know, okay. ultimately, there is a cliff. There okay. is a limit. There is a cliff. How about we, you talk about it before you're at the edge of the cliff? That's a good. That's a good idea. But you got to get clear. You got to tell the first. You got to tell the truth first. Okay, because a lot of people will go out to dinner. That I will not go. Okay. A lot of people will go on a date night tonight. They'll go out to dinner. And this would actually open up, just say one thing, maybe <laughs> one, one, one thing, one, one I, ultimate, one boundary. I, I wouldn't have them say anything. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't have them say anything. Most people, they, you just need to think about it. Okay. Because until you're clear yourself, mm. uh, the communication is muddled and I it's see. more like going fishing where you're willing to come home without a fish. Mm. And, and we we have to figure out what we need that we're going to commit to. That's so true. Before you're we right. ask someone you're else right. to commit to it. Yeah, you're right because it's pretty and when heavy. You know, I won't put up this this forever. Yeah. Now you're talking commitment. Ah. Okay. And maybe you could you could ask it in a way of you know tell me something you need from me and I'll tell you something I need from you. I don't know. Something you could when you get to that point. Okay. I not like make it so question, final. What do you, you, yeah, I like the question, what do you need from me that's mm-hmm. too hard to get? Ah. Or what do you need from me that you've given up on getting? Okay. But that's a courageous question. You're not talking baby steps here. Yeah. You're talking blow up the lab. <laughs> and, and, Who doesn't and want to blow up the lab a, on a Friday night? <laughs> exactly. That's oh, my avoid, gosh. Avoid Thank you. So we, Thanks, we Allison. A, an audio recording on a website called Coughing Up the Truth. Okay. If someone's really confronted by this, they should listen to that whole thing first. Okay. We'll tell I you love exactly it. how to do it. Go to AllisonArmstrong.com. Thank you, Allison. You're the best. You're have, welcome. Have a great Glad weekend. Have a great weekend, everybody. Go to KateDallyRadio.com. Be faithful. Be fearless. See you back here on Monday. At Red River Health and Wellness Center, we utilize